Take that, Zwick. You fucking bastard. thinking about some of the funny characters from the theme song welcome to thought cops the only podcast where every week we police the mean streets of the internet because hey somebody's got to do it and then we let you be the judge the jury and the executioner in the court of public opinion coming to you live from neo chicago i'm officer kevin and i'm officer grant you know, I think Zwick Zwick is really underappreciated, and we appreciate Zwick sometimes too much. I think we overappreciate him, but every time I hear a fucking loud ass car blasting its music like as it's going by, and then like it doesn't get picked up on the mics, I'm just like Zwick just he did magic again. Our our magical little audio fairy. Man. The man behind the curtain, I like to call it. What do you think he does with the music? What the, the the car music? Does he hold on to that? For I think his- he isolates it and like saves it to jack off later. He puts it into yeah, a little jar. I, I agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yeah. he walks into his closet and it's just full of jars of. He's like, Swig, what is all this? <laughs> a lot of jars. It's, it's your room noise. It's the ending of uh, <laughs> of the Prestige. <laughs> what the fuck is all this? Let's give a quick thank you to our guest from last time, Aaron Klopfer. From the live show, uh, thanks everybody for watching it. If you didn't watch it, um, go it's ahead. on YouTube. Please watch it. We put a lot of effort into it. It didn't turn out exactly how we wanted it to hey, you in had, terms of technicalities. But hey, you know it's a learning experience. There's gonna be more. They're gonna be better. Yeah. You do one for them, and then you do one for you. Exactly, and yeah. that's what's coming. Uh, more to come for that. We'll uh, let you know. Uh, it was a good time. A lot of laughs, a lot of merriment for me. I can only speak for myself. Uh, but I think everybody else had some fun, too. It was a full house in there over at the yeah, Lincoln Lodge. Was, I was surprised to look out and see people. Yeah. You know, I'm so used to when I would play music, I would look out and I'd see nobody. And you did play music at the live show just a little bit. A little bit. Yeah. I don't. I don't think that that was in the video, though. That's true. That's right. Yeah. You had to <laughs> be there, folks. Yeah. That's what you get if you actually come to the shows. You get a little bit of extra of uh, Grant will serenade you. Anyway, yeah. let's give a warm welcome to a returning champion of the show. We're returning guest to the program. I'm talking about Ian Erickson. How the hell are you? Ian? I'm doing good. Good to be here. Thanks for having me back. It's a three-peat. Yeah. It's oh a my three-peat. Gosh. What is that, Grant? Gumshoe status? I believe so. If so we're going we by a very Carmen San Diego rules. <laughs> uh, a little confusing lore on the show where if you're here less than three times, you are 
a deputy. deputy. But I think that everybody's a deputy, you know? And I also think that the fans, too, are themselves deputies. This is so confusing. So then if you come on three times, you're gumshoe. You it's on. like a higher rank. Like, Where? you're still deputized. Where you're not at five. Five, you get know. on we SNL. Never... But yes. then if you get on SNL five times, then you're in the five-timers club. So if you do Thought Cops 25 times, I mean... Stands to reason you can be up there with some of the greats. You can Bill trade Murray. them in for more more points. Yes, and, at Chuck E. Cheese, I want to say. Yeah, yeah, you can get the little spider where you press its button; it doesn't yeah. flip. Five thousand tickets for a little spider? Come on, what a ripoff! Well, when I was uh, a kid, uh, uh, back in my day, and the and remember the nineties? Oh, do I? Uh, no, I, I, the cartoon Rugrats comes to mind. Rugrats is so about- funny, chunky. Chunky is a little kid and he's he drinks his Baba. <laughs> One of my favorite shows is when when the show uh, the Baba used to hit different back in the 90s. It, it really did. It really I did. would get my binky before nine eye and I would watch Rungrats and just I would just down Baba after Baba. I'm a thirsty uh, Remember breast milk. Yeah, I actually do. That shit was fucking hitting different. It the thing about breast milk is Make you big and strong, right? Yeah, big strong boy. Yeah. Anyway, uh, hope we haven't isolated anybody else from the show. This is like at the live show. <laughs> I think I saw somebody walk out during the dad's come portion of the show. Yeah, I, I made an, I made a note of it. Yeah, I was like, look, people are bye 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 bye. Is there um, just a, a dad who's <laughs> like kind of standing yeah. at an angle, like walking out? There was a family there, I think. <laughs> was there? Weird. That's weird. Oh, no, I'm Josh, so sorry. Josh pointed that out to us the next day where it was like 11 p.m. on a Friday night. There was like a mom, a dad, and a teenage daughter or something. I don't know, but it, you know what? Well, that would be kind of like a like a, a really good punishment in high school. Like if you got caught like going out or drinking or something, and your parents are like, "We're gonna take you out to a podcast," yeah. and like. No! You have to listen to a podcast about like anime and pop culture, yeah. and uh, they think that we have like, to go with us. They think it's going to be like NPR, and it's like cum jokes. Like, God damn it, not one of these podcasts. Yeah, Josh in the chat says, "Yeah, that is what it looked like." Referring to a family. Oopsie. Well, anyway, uh, let's speaking, just speaking of repeat, repeat though. Uh, Ian's also here in three D right now, so that's that's, right. that's two threes. Hey, peace, man. This is we got a we got a little bit of a new setup, and you know, like we've talked about in two previous episodes, not not including the the live show, but these are on YouTube. That's right. If you want to listen to them in your ears on your podcast app, you're more than welcome to. If you want to look at us in a dirty room where there's markings on the wall, uh, big giant markings on my door so like you want to edit out the uh the, the so mess clean my room for me uh you can if you go to youtube and you follow us if you subscribe to us on youtube you can watch this in its full glory we're doing clips and if you want to be part of the live experience and jump in this beautiful discord chat here that i'm looking at on this laptop uh everybody's so sexy five dollars a month Gets you oh. honorary deputy status, as Cashew's pointing out right here. Well, wow, I'm looking at the chat right now, and some these people, some of these people are saying some of the craziest stuff I've ever seen. You're gonna want to spend five dollars to be able to read some of this stuff. You see this? You see it's this a little turtle? NSFW. If you, you know see this saying. turtle right here, it's incredible, right? That was is that from Over the Hedge? Yes. 
<laughs> I know we. I'm just going to leave yeah. it there. If you know, you know. We had one of the most insane moments of the show was me explaining that. I saw that I, I saw that movie. Uh, I think I was a freshman in high school when it came out, and I saw that movie because um, I think we it was either like the first day of summer or like we were just hanging. It was summer and we were hanging out with friends. What a great way to kick off the summer! A great a summer movie. It's a classic. It's a classic hang. But earlier in that day, we saw the Omen remake uh, with da- the Damien the Child or whatever, and it was like good. It was scary. Great double feature. Um, but so we we went to see that movie, and then we left and went back to my friend's house who lived in the suburbs. And then more people met up at my friend's house, and then the plan was we we're going to go see a movie. And most people went to see the Omen, <laughs> and then I went to see Over the Hedge with uh, my, four of my other friends who were all dating. It was like two couples, so I was like a fifth wheel, and they were wow. all making out, and I'm like, I don't know if I buy Bruce Willis as a raccoon. <laughs> if it makes you feel any better, I was a third wheel to B-movie with Jerry Seinfeld. I didn't see that one, but... Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it's not great. I don't think we need to go like kind of top each no, other no. about how kind of uh, it's it's uh, we weren't exactly Sigmas. <laughs> the Sigma balls, ladies and gentlemen, uh, speaking of Patreon, uh, five dollars a month gets you this beautiful live chat, as Ian talked about two dollars a yeah. month. Yeah, I was recapping so that I could uh, pitch the Patreon more uh, two dollars a month gets you fire bros. Which I think we're going to record a new episode of like pretty soon. Yeah. Uh, we're ready to go on that. We had a bonus episode in the last feed. If you want a little taste, you little sick freaks, go check that out. And $10 will get you uh, early access to videos. We do have one in the pipeline that we want to shoot out uh, soon that was made probably about a year ago. That uh, And we record some bonus little mini episodes for you. Last time we had Nico here, we were yeah. having a we gotta We got to put that up still. We recorded like four. It'll be good to go. Uh, yeah. Those are the ride-along episodes. Um, anyway, just, just got to post it. Uh, and let's not belabor the point let's any longer. Well, I want to continue to introduce the guests. I started, yes. I got yeah. blue balls. You caught me off. I'm still sitting here. I, I don't feel comfortable saying this, but what I want to say is, Ian, you're a, a comedian. You were a funny man. You, you know what? I've talked to a lot of other comedians in the city here is uh, how did you handle yourself during the pandemic? Staying busy. Uh, yeah, I stayed busy. I was, I, I went just, you know, I stayed insane by, I was out there hitting the mics. I was writing jokes every day. Uh, you know, Shakespeare wrote King Lear in quarantine. So I thought, oh, I got to be writing sure, all the time. True. So I was, I, my mind did not stray far from comedy. I was doing comedy in the park. I would bring my amp and I would do joke for joke. Um, just, I would, I would go to restaurants where they were doing outdoor seating and I would uh, bust out my little amp and I set would, it up. Yeah. I would do my jokes and um i guess some was it i like guess some restaurants a- i think the quarantine was just that bad where some restaurants were just like closed kind of extra early but uh i would still do my jokes especially for like the you know the bus boys and i don't know if they really spoke english but i would tell my i would kind of do louder jokes at them to see if they would get it and it's right. a good it's a good you can like learn like how not just english but like also like how culture works because- yeah and so i would ask them i was kind of like teaching them and so i was you know asking for like to get tipped out by them because I felt like I was like kind of helping make their job easier. Like, you know, I was, you know, I was carrying the load sometimes, but Mm. uh, I would get some dirty looks and maybe that's a cultural thing, but I, I'm not sure. Yeah. I just felt like, um, 
you know, just that's how as a comedian, it was my job to, um, you know, no matter how, and the whole virus is fake. It doesn't really, it, it didn't really, you know, I, you know, I got sick a little bit and was like coughing up blood, but you know, <laughs> you know, if you, if you just kind of like take a, a, enough cough medicine, like right, no right. one will know. And you know, that was like probably something unrelated, but I would just do, I had to do my shows. I had to do my jokes. I just had to get out there and just do comedy. Cause I live, breathe, eat, sleep, drink comedy. And it's the most important thing in the world. And I need to let other people know what I'm doing with my life. So it's just something that I've, you know, a little something. I've and the world to. needs it. The world needs to laugh. Yes. You're like an essential worker, really. Well, you know that the earth is 70% water. No. It's tears. Salt water. It's tears from crying. Oh, that's right. Um, And so I think that we need to maybe crank up the heat a little bit. Get some of that. Get wipe away the tears. Get a little hot in here. And uh, and just make laughter, make America laugh again. That's okay. Ma- Mala. Mala, Mala, I like that. It's Mala. About time. Someone needed to say it. You know, it'd be really funny if you did like a parody red hat where somebody from a distance wouldn't know the difference, but you get close enough and they're like, "Hey, man, you can't wear that." Oh, oh, it's during a, quarantine, it's a funny parody. The number of funny MAGA parody hats I wrote, it was just. I mean, it's just. It's one of the funnier. Always writing. It's I'm always writing, but also it's just like it's just so funny to to like make fun of that idea because it's like you're clearly making fun of it, and when you wear the hat, someone is like taking the time to like look at the red hat and be like, Oh, let's be, let's just see what it says first. Like, (laughs) and they're looking at the hat and they're seeing the funny joke I wrote and they're just laughing and laughing. And it's, it makes me feel good because I do, I do all this for other people. I do it to make other, I do it to, um, make other people laugh. Truly selfless. I'm making them laugh and I'm getting their laughter. Leo in the chat brings up a great point. Kamala Harris. Oh, Kamala. Harris. Okay, I like where this is going. Come make America laugh again. Okay, that Leo is definitely on to something there. We're on to something. He's incredible. Yeah. I also want to say though, Ian, um, not for the fucking bullshit. You have a very funny Twitter account, one of my all-time favorites, and I'm not just it saying is that. Good. It is good. It is also one of my all-time I, favorites. I, I, get a, I get a big laugh out of it. I share, I sometimes I'll like send your tweets to Grant and get a laugh out of it. But I want to say uh, big shout out to TGI. What the F, dude? What the heck? That That's some of the most. Okay, if you like some twisted humor, you definitely want to give uh, Ian a follow. Is it Mr. Ian online? Yeah, currently? I think I changed it when I was doing a job uh, search. I I thought that that would that matter was, at all. Yeah, so I right, changed right. it to not have my full name. But it's like you don't have to do much to find my full name. Um, but I dare you. Actually, I, I don't want to put that challenge. I don't know what type of... Uh, uh, I've seen some pretty freaked up guys here in the chat, so I don't, yeah. don't, don't want to... Yeah, you want to watch out for them. Yeah, we've got a lot of gumshoes on our hands. we got uh, some sharks in the chat. I'll say that much. But yeah, uh, TGI, what the F? I was... <laughs> I must have been smoking something when I, I came up say, with what that. What the heck were you thinking? I don't know. The I, shit, the kind of crap that you say on there, it's like you're talking about Elon Musk found shrimp tails in his cinnamon toast crunch and i'm like okay okay well that's here, enough internet here's for thing, today i'm here's, sorry here's the thing is, is i'm not even like thinking of this stuff i'm honestly i'm just reacting to what i'm seeing on twitter in real life in news uh on, you know, online I, this is just me this is just me reacting and i you know i call them like i see them and so i i can't help it but it's like the the world has 
seriously gone to hell in a handbasket. And uh, let, me, let me just say real quick though, if you go to Ian's page, prepare to be prepare to have the mirror on your face because Ian is showing a reflection back to society and saying, "Hey, this is what you like." And it may not be a regular mirror, but it's one of those one of those crazy wavy circus mirrors because that's the way that I you know you see things a little different. Uh, or you know what it could also be is a, an infinity mirror because. You know, some of these things that I'm seeing on there, it's, it's got legs and it can keep going and going and going. And would you say that uh, comedians are more or less the modern philosopher? And also, would you say that uh, Tim Dillon is the next George Carlin? Would you say both of those things are true? I, w- I would say both of those. I would say both of those things. Okay. And I would say both of those things are true. <laughs> incredible yeah um amazing i I just it's the 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 uh lonely comedian uh riffs to himself at night okay i i thought that was gonna go in another direction but Mm -hmm. let's you never know with me i i will say that i yeah i really don't this guy again we're gonna have hey zwick maybe you have to cut out his mic because we don't know what the heck he's gonna do here tonight but I want to move on here. Actually, before before I, I do, like the idea of like Zwick being behind a soundboard. Like, nah, cut it, cut his yeah, mic, get him Zwick, out, cut, cut. Or he's <laughs> like he's like the uh, the like TV production guy and has like the five screens and he's right, like, right. no, no, so you can't, you can't do the tweet. Cut his mic. Or like we talked about last week, the guy with the cane. Bring up, bring the cut, cane back. Cut the commercial. Uh, but I, I before we get to uh, two minutes of hate though, um. Ian, I, you do. You have a surprise for us, don't you? I do have a little. Um, I, I have a. This is something I, I, I wanted to whip up for the show. Uh, everybody at home, get ready, dude. I'm to, nervous. You about to have your fucking minds blown. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> have you guys ever seen a white guy with dreadlocks before? Yes. Okay. Yes, I have. For yeah. the folks at home. <laughs> for for the folks at home, matey. <laughs> Uh, I'm command. I'm uh, Captain Jack Sparrow, and my <laughs> famous catchphrase is: "Have you seen the rat? Where's the rum? Where's the rum at, matey? Ahoy there, Barbosa!" Cool. <laughs> this is the big this is the Lily big Swan. <laughs> this was the big surprise. I've been like <laughs> I've been <laughs> I've been promoting this big surprise for the show all week and this was it. <laughs> the best part is that my girl, like, no, the best part is my girlfriend is here and she will not make eye contact with me right now. <laughs> yeah, she's just sort of staring at the floor right now. It's so we, we, we should at. explain. Yeah, he, he's put on a 99% <laughs> of people don't find this funny and don't know why you're dressed like Jack Sparrow. But that's but why. That's <laughs> what was that one like show you did where you just put on a Jack Sparrow wig and hat and was just doing the impression? And everyone was telling you don't do that, and you absolutely oh, did it. Oh, yeah, was this at my house show in my yeah, backyard? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and then I, uh, I think I walked out to. I, I was gonna walk out to the Pirates uh, theme song, but right. at the last second, I told. Uh, Aaron, who was running our board to do the uh, the that like Irish song from The Departed, <laughs> that's like. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's good. And every, yeah, everyone told me not to do it, which made me think I have to do it. Yeah, yeah, you have to. You have to. I mean, uh, Ian, I think he <laughs> coined the term the other day was you are hardcore uh, sparrow pilled. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. I've never met yeah. anyone more dedicated to Jack Sparrow. <laughs> It's, it's, I, I think it's, I think it like, it probably when, when like the, when J- the Joker thing was like happening really big, um, I felt like that and maybe even a little bit before that though, but like, there's just been like this weird, like culture, like fan culture around like these weird ironic characters sure, or whatever. Sure. <laughs> and For I me, felt it's like, the Grinch. yeah. And you know, Grinch pill that you, anything right. you could put pilled by. But when that was like starting to kind of surface, you know, the mask, um, uh, a lot of the Jim Carrey characters, just like very large characters, <laughs> I was just like, I felt like Jack Sparrow. I remember vividly when the first Pirates came out, there was kind of like a pirate. There was it was definitely like a big Johnny Depp fever, but like kind of like a little mini like pirate fever, and like <laughs> everyone was like Gaga for Pirates, and the first Pirates is really really great. I do love. I unironically love that movie. Like that might be one of my favorite like i will like what what would you even classify like a disney action adventure sort like just like a blockbuster it's, it's a great like, fucking movie yeah, they really crush it the it's so fun they're um, still making those i think, I think so. so well they, yeah. they, they rebooted it and i think like margot robbie is like she's the new jack sparrow i think like and like she could do a fine job um <laughs> why are they still making them man i don't i mean they're still making everything it's every, they're, yeah they're no, there's no news i stuff, love the but. first one and the second one came out and i was like i'm done with this i i hate this I it liked, got i like the second one i like the uh, i hated the I liked, second and the I third liked one the second i felt one, like but so fucking bad. the second one ended on such a cliffhanger where i was just like i wanted it to keep going and then it just like ended at this point where it's like that's it. Like I want more because I remember like, they filmed the second and third back to back. Yeah, yeah. What the fuck are we doing? Um, you mean the show or like like in Pirates general of the Caribbean? Like, well, in general, but also the show. Like I, I'm like I, I wanted to like bring out the hat, you know, move on with the show. And then now we're just like talking about Pirates. Oh, of the also Caribbean. the the CGI for Davy uh, Davy Jones. Jones. I was gonna say Davy Crockett. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the CGI for Davy Jones, like that, still looks awesome. Like yeah. his tentacle face and like all the crew. Like, yeah, I just hated those movies. Yeah, I mean, I they're not. The they're not as one, good. Like, I do. I haven't rewatched them like since like uh, <clears throat> you know they came out pretty much. But um, yeah, I just remember that, and I just thought like there was like a Jack Sparrow like moment that was kind of like a, a flash in the pan thing, and then I'm like. Well, if people are like going crazy for like Joker or whatever, it's like a matter of time before like the the way that I see pop culture is it like a big like it, like either the parade of madness or like a Katamari ball where like right, yeah, right. everything it's it's constantly <clears throat> rolling and picking up something and once something gets big enough, it like the ball comes and rolls it up and then like every it'll like spit out a bunch of iterations or like that style will just get copped and like put into every kind of like churned out movie or whatever and like. Uh, I, I feel like it's a matter of time before like the 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 character culture ball like shines. I feel like it's already kind of happening with. Uh, you think so? I think I f- I feel like we're in a, we're uh, in the pre throws of a spare renaissance. I want to say very good intuition. I, I I respect it. I I saw what you're doing with the Jack Sparrow thing, and I'm like I want to like what you saw here. When this becomes big, you can say you saw here. Well, you got sparrow pilled here on Thought Cops. Not that, uh, <laughs> not that this is ever like I'm ever gonna make anything out of it. But the reason why I got the costume was 
um, I had this idea for a sketch that me and my friend Lev filmed and I, I didn't do anything with it because the audio is like, it's like I, I, I had like essentially this like uh, earbuds with like a mic as my mic, but I was trying to film an on the street sketch thing as Jack Sparrow, but I'm also like don't have the confidence in public <laughs> to like be a crazy person like talking to people. So I remember I got this thing though and my friend Lev filmed it and it was like an on the, it was mostly me like kind of reacting to stuff. And, you know, occasionally, like, talking to people, but I, like, was also very nervous and self-conscious about, like, bothering people. But the ending you told me is incredible. Right, well, that's the whole pivot of the sketch. It's me going around uh, Chicago trying to find the rum, and I'm asking people, (laughs) where's the rum? And I'm going to uh, Navy Pier, and I'm going to, like... Uh, the like the uh, the bean, the bean, and and I'm just kind of, like, we got just some, like, footage shots or whatever, and I'm, I'm sort of talking to people. I'm like... Do, I'm like dancing with like a bucket drummer and at one point I brought these like glow sticks and I like do some like I put my hat down and I start like doing a a, a little like ravey thing to yeah, try yeah. to collect money um, but the ending the whole point of the sketch was where I find the rum is like I find a, I find a bottle of rum just outside of Trump Tower but I go oh there's the rum and then, then the camera pans up to Trump Tower but then the T and the P fade away, so it just says rum. <laughs> when you told me that, I'm like, did you like just like did you come up with that thought and then build everything else around that? Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. Like that is the entire reason for the sketch. And then, like, you bought the costume just because. Yeah. The word Trump has rum in. Because yeah. <laughs> I thought it'd be fu- I thought it'd be funny. <laughs> No, it is very funny. I mean, I would I would like to see that. Uh, I would like you know. I hope that it sees the light of day. Um, but Please. also, I mean, what's stopping you from, you know, you had, you had the one experience. If you're not happy with it, get out there, man. And make yeah, it again, I mean, I do have, man. I have the full costume. Yeah. Uh, I also, I did with a group of friends who we went to the Ren fair and I, that was also, I think that was the, the first, like that with the sketch was like, Oh, I can just buy this. So I have a costume for the Ren fair. And then I also have this for the sketch and yeah, I, I just, I have, I have all the footage and then I, I think I still have all the audio on my phone, but it's like, all of my mic stuff is like recorded with this. So I could do some like voiceover stuff probably. And that would be fine. Um, but, uh, yeah, I should take a look at that sometime because I, it is still a funny idea. So, um, yeah, well, we'll get to it someday. I think, I mean, look, this, this does need to see the light of day. I own that in the chat says there is a pirates of the Caribbean crossover event in sea of thieves right now. So instead of listening to the show, it's Instead happening. of listening to the show, he's playing a video game. We well, could do both. Disrespectful. I mean, he could be. I mean, he could stand and pay more attention to the show. Sure. But, yeah. You know, but he could do both. He's providing colorful commentary. But that's. I mean, hey, it's happening, baby. Get on the Sparrow train now, or get left behind. On that note, I think we spend more than enough time. Um, yeah. Talking about the Pirates of the Caribbean top heavy episode franchise, but let's get on to much like how Johnny Depp's head is top heavy because he has those dreads, right? That's why he's always like fucking. Yeah. Like, and they got oh, like yeah, moving around stuff. And stuff. He's got yeah. makeup on. He's got that hat. God damn it. I just thought about remember, top heavy. Last thing I'm going to say about it. And then I have one more thing after <laughs> that, but yeah, continue. <laughs> last thing I want to say is that horrid few months when me you and nico watched the trump guy episode of family guy where, <laughs> and remember that cutaway gag with uh oh johnny depp's God. like uh, <laughs> fucking like beads making so much noise and we're like we're like that was the closest thing in the episode to being funny 
Like they, I forgot what they did at the end of it. Like the cutaway. But was they, this the one where Peter becomes Trump, or is it the one where he fights Trump? He like fights a chicken Trump. Fight? Are there two? I, I just remember, like in my, uh, it, well, a very fun thing to do in Google Images is just Google two characters together, and there will be like some fan art that matches them together. But um, I remember doing like Peter Griffin, like Trump, or and it might have also come up when I was trying to do uh, Joe Biden, Brian. Um, uh, but, uh, uh, there's one where Peter has the, like the orange makeup and like the Trump hair and he's like doing this or whatever. Yeah. I think I have seen that. So maybe he, cause they, they also did that in South Park with like Mr. Garrison's Trump. So I don't know if they like had a thing where they had a character who became Trump or speaking truth to power. Speaking of truth to power. You know, it's called satire, but I, I think it should be called sat. We now return this to is, this Pirates of the Caribbean, where the sound guy put the microphone too close to Johnny Depp's jangling bracelets. Hold it right there, Sparrow. This is the day you almost caught Captain Jack Sparrow. What? I said, I've spent $65 million on vacation homes and daytime wine. <laughs> All right, turn off that cheap good. celebrity slam. I, I cut it off before they ruined the joke. Just pr- let's just pretend that that's it. That was good. That was the. <laughs> it's it's good. It's one of the funniest things I think families guys done in a while. I don't know how to do the show anymore. <laughs> it doesn't matter. What does it matter? <laughs> Two minutes of hate. A very famous, very favorite segment of the show where we like to blanket punish. All that annoying, random crap that we see on the internet every single day. I'm on my computer. I'm logging on. I'm booting up my Windows 2000, Windows XP computer. It's taking 10, 20 minutes, but I'm on. And I'm going online and I'm getting... What the fuck? Sorry, I'm just... I'm pulling it up so that we have it later. Continue. You're going We're online. watch it again? No, <laughs> no. pulling it up to no. watch again later, so it's I'm not, preloaded. I'm not, I'm not opposed for the record. No, just um, keep, keep, doing, keep going. <laughs> keep doing the show. Uh, my two minutes of hate this week is flops. Flops, flops, yeah, on Twitter. When Twitter flops. I f- or, or no, to be more specific, a flop era. And I think this might have oh. been this might have been a two minutes of hate at some point. But I found myself at different points of my life in a flop era. I'm on Twitter and I'm like, oh, this is funny, and I post it. <laughs> and like eight seconds go by. I'm like, that was not funny. I'm deleting it. I'm deleting it. The post post clarity, right? <laughs> that's the, that's the word of the week. And we're coining it here. Post post, post clarity. Post clarity. That's good. Um, that is good. You should tweet that. No, um, a flop. I feel like it. sometimes I just, I don't know, man. Like sometimes I'm like, I need the validation. I'm going to put something on Twitter and like, I'm not confident in it. And I'm like eight, 10 minutes go by and I'm like, that's going away. That's going bye-bye. And I feel like maybe, maybe we are our harshest critics. There's some truth to that because I know I've seen you put up some tweets. I, I'm a, I'm a big, uh, tweet deleter. You're a tweeter deleter. Yeah. yeah. I'm a tweeter deleter. And, um, you know, I think I'm, I'm definitely not as on it as I was probably the past like couple of years. I'm still on it a fair t- too much still. But like, 
I'll, I'll, it'll be a thing where either it'll get like three likes in 30 or 40 minutes or is that a pull the plug for you like I, I need I, I need to know like it's 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 a it's I'm a, I'm a 10 liker guy unless it's something that I really like <laughs> that's okay. if it doesn't yeah, get 10 right. likes or if right. it doesn't um if I don't think it's gonna get there or if it's like close and I really like it uh, I'll keep it but for the most part like the a big thing of Twitter is just like what's the dumbest thing I can think of? And I'll just throw it up there. And, sure. and that gives you sort of a freedom to either not care and just leave it up. Or it's like, I don't care about deleting this. Cause it's just like some of the most random crap I've ever thought. Of. <sighs> but I want to say like, there's been some stuff that you posted and I thought it was funny. And I go to hit the retweet button. And it's like, this tweet has been deleted. Yeah. Well, that's what the heck. I, I guess also like, you know, I also operate in the, I'm sure I'm not alone of like, thinking everyone's online as much as me or just like if it doesn't like get the likes in a certain amount of time that it's yeah like, yeah that it's it's a, but also like the algorithm does it's the algorithm it's um yeah. it's that doesn't help things with if it does if it doesn't get a certain amount of likes like it does just get buried because i feel like most people probably aren't like searching it by latest or on the timeline or, I, I don't, the best I, I, or something I, I, I don't know how I've, the fuck people use any of these websites. What do you guys, what do you, I've never really asked, like, asked this out loud, but or at all, but like, what do you guys, this is so pathetic. Do you guys on Twitter do latest or home? I, well, I feel like I like was latest top tweets, but then the they record. changed it to the default being like the top tweets or whatever. Yeah. And I feel like, cause I, I usually tweet from my desktop. Mm. Um, cause I don't have the app installed on my phone, but um, on purpose, yeah, but then I just go to it on Chrome. So it's like I have that open on a tab. But yeah, um, so I just have the app. Like, what can you sort like, through it, the little like here. sparkle in the top right? And the I default didn't know is you top could. tweets. Yeah. So yes, you're on. Okay. So here's the pros and cons to this. I know we're kind of getting off topic, but I it's no. It, I need to know this. So home, I've been using Twitter wrong apparently. So home shows you like the top tweets for you. I don't know what that means latest tweets is chronological so you'll see the newest shit at the top my issue with that there's so the, the cons to it though is for the top tweets i don't know what the heck i'm missing out on the cons to latest tweets is like i'm not on there constantly i could be missing you're out you're missing some of the biggest tweets people are putting out there and am yeah. i meant to flip you, you're, back and you're missing eric alper you're missing uh oh, what's the, a, what's the greatest a, questions on yeah Twitter. what's what's a song that made you cry yeah, what's a movie that came out in 1995 that you will never forget? What's something you think about that's cool? What are the dumbest accounts on there for sure? I think we've talked. Hey, about we're him talking on, about him. Yeah, we, we've talked about him like three times on the show. But um, I saw a, a good account the other day that was like Wikipedia out of context, except I made all of them up. And it was like, this are, is, with this some is of the good. niche, like out of context. The, so a lot of those accounts I do like because it like. If they take it with, because that's like an extra de- degree of the out of right. context accounts. And it's a, lot a of criticism of, of are, the criticism. Yeah, yeah, and it's like sort of a a meta analysis. It's sort of, of a retweet analyses. of a retweet, a copy of a copy. Uh, not not uh, 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 no thanks to this NFT. <laughs> copy this, my friend. I have the uh, digital uh, certificate of authenticity. I own this. Yeah, so it's a picture Holding of up a picture of fucking Garfield. It's a it's a picture of uh, a Shiba Inu like being breastfed by Elon Musk. Yeah, yeah, I paid good money for this. So, uh, yeah, so you have a problem? Oh with yeah, this. flops. No, I'm gonna say we're giving back the flops though. Um, 
where I, okay, a couple things about it. Number one, I don't want to base my self-worth off of numbers on this thing. I mean, there to be honest, there has been like some stuff I posted and I, I'm like, I don't think this is very funny, whatever. And it'll, it'll get more numbers and like something that I do think is very funny. And it's like, maybe it's just funny to me. But if I, I have deleted stuff, like I remember like one time we were sitting here to like get ready for an episode. And I think I put up like, uh, I was like a screenshot from the South Park pilot of like Santa versus Jesus. And it was, it was that. And then it said like Kong versus Godzilla 2020. And I'm like, that was up for like three seconds. And I'm like, <laughs> that is not fun. That's going. And like, I just did not have the confidence. And then there has, I remember seeing you tweet that. And I think I went to like it and it was like tweet gone. I should have fucking kept it up. Too late now. Damn it. Justin Wayne could have retweeted that. Damn. No, but it's like that. There is, I mean, no, there's some stuff and like I, if I think something is very funny and it gets like two likes and I really do truly believe in it, it's not coming down. Yeah, for sure. I am saying look upon my two likes with no shame. I, I stand before you here with my two likes and I say, maybe give me three. I could, this, this is something I like. I'm, I'm attached to this. You know, I've, I've, as of the past year or so, I've really come to try and embrace the art of self-destruction as much as possible. And I, You've I, added I a little wanna, chaos in your life? Yeah, a little chaos to, you know, take, take a couple pills of some different characters that are chaotic characters. And I want to know if either of you do this, but do you ever just, like, tweet really dumb shit on purpose just to, like, just to cleanse yourself of the toxicity of your own self-expectation just to i was going through this uh yesterday actually with uh the death of donald rumsfeld i was gonna say you were going off on him i kept tweeting just ronald dumpsfeld donald donald ronald dumps like oh ronald dumpsfeld died i loved that show hey what about this bad ronald mctrump's field incredible and in, in the seinfeld font. do you ever do that just to just to embrace your own like humanity really? i have gotten kind of you know pigeonholed where that is like where i live with my tweets is just like really dumb stuff like i feel like i have some good stuff but then it's like you try and do the good stuff and it's just like people don't like this it doesn't matter either yeah, way it doesn't none of it matters fuck f i just want a twitter following just so people watch and listen to the show. Yes. That's all I fucking care. Like, I don't give a shit about any of this stuff aside from we can do this show every week. That's all I care about. You know, were you about to say something? I I was going to say, I I don't mean to backtrack. No backtrack. But are you the one who runs that? Jack Sparrow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do. Because I, I think like within an hour of each other, I post because you said Donald Rumsfeld died. I posted, why is all the Rumsfeld gone? <laughs> and then without seeing it, like an hour later, he went on the Jack Sparrow con posted the same thing. And I'm like, sir, with all due respect. And uh, I think I got a retweet from uh, Jack Sparrow himself, well, which I was that was pretty huge for me. Incredible. Uh, it's yeah. I'll always meet your heroes. Yeah. So. Anyway, no. <laughs> do, uh, do you have a punishment, <gasps> you have a punishment um, for your flops? 
punishment for my flops. Uh, they should. I, I, I get. I have to. Okay, I have a punishment. I'm the one putting them up. I'm punishing myself. I have to flog myself when I post a flop. If a tweet does not reach ten likes, no matter how much I may enjoy it or be attached to it, I take out the old nine tails whip. Whoosh, whoosh, hit myself thirty lashes. I flog. That's what a flog is, right? Thirty um, lashes. I think it's not with. I think a flog is. Isn't it with like a bamboo pole? Let me look it up. It might as well be a it's whip. A, it's uh, like a really supple, like it's a Celtic punk rock band. Uh, they play. It's uh, to flog is to beat someone with a whip or stick as punishment or torture. Okay. Well, that's what I'm doing. Okay. Tweet better, you stupid idiot. <laughs> and then that's how I came up with the Rumsfeld thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got the lashes to prove it. Uh, you do not want to see uh, uh, Ian what's your two minutes of hate what's bothering you uh, well I think I might have to uh, turn this two minutes of hate into uh, I might have to merge with, with a little segment of my own I know it's uh, oh not quite Friday we are dangerously close but uh, some people call Thursday Friday junior okay people in the office by the water cooler will say Friday is sort of Thursday is sort of Friday junior. I, I that's good. So my I'm merging my week's two minutes of hate uh with a little TGI what the F. Okay. I'm br- I'm sorry, I'm just bracing myself. I don't know what the heck he's gonna say. Okay. So my two minutes of hate and my TGI what the hell. So we have had quite the year due to the novel coronavirus. Yeah, hospitals have been packed. Doctors, nurses, staff, uh, the turnover rate is insane and they're exhausted. Some of these doctors, they don't even have borders. They're doctors without borders. They're they're, uh, fill colors just spilling out all over the hospital. It's a shame. And yet, I am finding on Twitter that despite the crowding in the hospital, despite the pandemic, the countless deaths that these doctors are finding time to do surgery on a grape. (laughs) I mean, are you kidding me? I'm seeing videos. I'm seeing posts. I'm seeing pictures that these, these so-called doctor. And that's why I think this whole thing is a fake. This virus never happened. (laughs) They're doing surgery. Let me just let this sink in for a second for the viewers at home. Mom, dad, turn the volume up. <laughs> they're doing a sur- They're doing surgery on a grape. <laughs> and honestly, I'm looking at these posts. I'm looking at these pictures and I'm just going to myself, PGI, what the F? <laughs> hey, you're saying what we're all thinking, all right? I just can't. I'm beside myself. And especially with healthcare. Seriously. With healthcare these days, how expensive it is. I mean, uh, by the time, by the time that great pays off his bills, he might as well be a bottle of Chianti. <laughs> Beb. And that's making me go TGI. What the F junior Friday, junior Thursday. Uh, 
Dude, I hate that I actually know people who do say Friday Junior. <laughs> it's such the, it's such the most normy core, like most boring <laughs> shit. Yeah. Dude, fuck everything. <laughs> but so, yeah. Uh, two minutes of hate, TGI, what the F? Yeah, I'll say. That is where I'm coming from. And so my punishment, my punitive damage for this, uh, maybe we send those doctors away. We lock them up in the gulag, comrade. Yes, my uh, my leftist king. You've dropped this DSA membership card. Uh, no, uh, the doctors uh, that are doing... Okay, so my punishment is... Uh, maybe we get the grape lady to stomp on the, the grape. Okay. And you mean the... Uh, maybe we get her in the mix and maybe we actually give the grape something to do surgery about. Yeah. I heard that. I don't know if this is true, but I heard the grape actually did catch the novel coronavirus and was receiving the same treatment that former president Trump was getting experimental drugs. <laughs> There's a picture of the, the grape in that weird, like seventies, like presidential hospital suite. <laughs> And then the, the the grape is like at the supermarket, like with all the other grapes. But there's this one grape who's like on the ledge, and he's just like, just like breathing through his teeth, like super like heavily and beleaguered, just like. You know, as the resident Johnny Depp expert, what do you think was eating Gilbert Grape? <sighs> <laughs> Do you have an answer? Uh, I think uh, it was uh, <laughs> Care, careful now. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of ways you could go that would we be very wrong. We do not want to wrong. get canceled tonight, okay? Yeah. So leave Leo out of it. Um, well, I think what was eating uh, uh, Gilbert Grape, mm-hmm. uh, Hannibal Lecter, <laughs> uh, with with a nice bottle of said Keon tea. This all makes sense now. Yep, this is all coming around. If Q was in the room right now, his mind would be just blown. Q, the the guy, Q the the Qbert? No, Q Q the the letter, the, the man, the, the letter. Are you saying cube? The the, 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 the cube. With hey, the Q? rest in peace, though. <laughs> Who died? John McAfee. John McAfee. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm Is assuming it, he was Q. People, I don't know. Q Q of the Anon. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. With the with the no masks. Q. Can no one hear me? I can Am fucking I, hear you. Now I'm Q- confused. Humor. Humor. Are you talking uh, about twenty nine year old Humor? Hardly know her. <laughs> Fuck this show. <laughs> Fuck this show. Um. Uh. So what? What? Uh. Oh. So we did the punishment. Yes. So it's my turn. Yeah. Now it is your turn. Uh, I'd like to uh, slam on the brakes and flip a bitch and turn back the other way and then build what off that mean of again, what flip a bitch. It's like when you just do a U-turn. I think it's just a misogynistic U-turn. Why did we call it that? I don't know. You guys? Is this like, just is this, me and no, Grant? No, just me and Grant. Yeah, yeah. Only, we created the term. Why did we uh, because do I, that? I want to. I want to uh, piggyback off of Kevin's. Uh, issue with twitter and tweeting and are you so 
No, I'll let you finish. I'm gonna let well, I'm gonna let you finish, but it's gonna be a know. detour. But it's gonna we're gonna get back to it. Um, you know, along here's here's how to preface this. Uh, so it was my birthday a couple days ago, and actually, as of recording right now, it's today is Kevin's birthday. That's right. Everyone wish us a happy birthday. Is I'm looking at the ca- camera. Is today right your birthday? There. It is. That's why I wore the shirt. It says uh, for the li- uh, listeners at home, we're not watching. It says. It's a Kevin thing. You wouldn't understand. Is that because I of uh, Kevin um, Smith? No, I actually no. It's from Kevin from um, the Minions. No, I oh, saw. I actually got an ad on Instagram. Yeah, and this said, is, I have to buy this shirt. There was actually a whole bunch of shirts that were like this, and I'm like, that is so cool. I gotta get one. Uh, that'd be really funny if it was like right. The it's a Kevin thing was like lowered a little bit and above it. It was that one Kevin Smith tweet where he said he was like gonna eat his <laughs> girlfriend's like butthole or something like a <laughs> poning my girl's. Fucking, yeah, poning my girl's her brown or something. What yeah, the fuck nasty brown shit did he say? <laughs> You know, he's usually crying in tweets. Yeah, I, I was crying reading that tweet. Why would that? So you, anyway, what, was, and it's the Kevin Smith like cry reaction whenever he watches like a Marvel movie. Yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think it's beautiful. And I hope that's why you were crying, too. You say so, what a beautiful uh, act of affection. So, you know, it's your birthday. What happens on your birthday? We've lived in this planet long enough to know that. Mark Zuckerberg and all of his evil robots send out a notification to all of your friends on Facebook and all of your friends and people you don't even remember anymore. They say, hey, happy birthday. And you go, yeah, okay, whatever. Right. You know, sure. We all experience this. It doesn't matter. But so I'm getting these notifications are popping up on my phone and I'm like, I'm on Facebook for the first time in like years. Like I don't fucking go on Facebook anymore. There's I, I feel like I have to on my birthday because I'm getting birthday wishes. And if I don't like them, people are going to think like, what does he not like me? It's like, no, I just don't like Facebook. Right. I own that runner, I guess is making a big, why would you put bir- your birthday on Facebook? It, because it's on there. And because I didn't take it off. Okay. Because I don't even know how to work the website anymore because it's I so haven't confusing. logged in in five years. Okay. But I was thinking back to my Facebook days and, you know, I, I was a, an angsty teen. You know, I was an angsty teen. I was an angsty 20 year old. And I think of all 30 the years now, too. now I'm an angsty 30 year old. And I think back to all the times that I put something up on Facebook as a joke to be some sort of weird, ironic contrarian. You know, all throughout my my entire like twenties, a good chunk of my twenties, I was putting my life on Facebook to less than five hundred people, and I feel like I blew it. That all of these thoughts for a long time, I was just a, a late adapter to to so much media that I should have been taking these thoughts and I should have been putting them on Twitter, and that. If I had done that, however long ago, I took all these dumb, ironic, stupid, fucking dumb jokes. I just scroll through my timeline and I look at the type of shit that I was putting and I was like, this might have done well on Twitter. What? I just wasn't using Twitter. I was using Facebook because that's just like I know the people on Facebook. I interact with this shit. I didn't know it was going to turn into this weird post ironic hellscape apocalyptic fucking nightmare website where people 
leech off of this toxic fucking behavior that I was exemplifying on Facebook. And I feel like I'd fucking blew it, you know? And so my, my two minutes of hate, I guess is uh regret. Wow. Finally, regret comes up. <laughs> Something we get. We're finally taking it down. Yeah, what up is this? I don't know. <laughs> two eighteen, I think if we count the live show as two seventeen. <laughs> yeah. Um, <sighs> So you're you're upset that you weren't like properly commodifying yourself. You're thinking, yeah, and I get that to some extent. But sometimes it's like I I think back, like why wasn't I, why was I wasting my time in high school hanging out with my fucking friends? I could be famous by now, and it's like, yeah, I guess. But I was also yeah, like having fun with my friends yeah, as yeah. I was also a teenager, like and that. also the yeah. people. I feel like it's like kind of a toss up with the people who blew up like early on Twitter or like. Not necessarily like, I don't know. You wouldn't be happy, any happier. Uh, that's true. Uh, I wouldn't be. Twitter was better back then. I like I, I didn't really start using it actively until like 2014, I want to say. I think I only started using it like when we were listening to The Biggest Problem and I mm. just like just tweeted the hosts of the show, Maddox and Dick. And I was like, oh, this is that's a fun application. I started using Twitter. I never fucking used Twitter up until then. And it's just like, man, I should have been... I should have always been posting. I remember my criticism of Twitter back in like, because I got one in like 2009 and didn't obviously touch it for like five years. But my criticism was like, so it's just like famous people and it's like Facebook, but it's only for status updates. Like, what the fuck was I thinking? See, that's what I thought too. And like Conan used to have an entire segment on it back during his old show. And then when he wasn't allowed on TV, that's when he started using Twitter because too hot for TV. Yeah. The Conan O'Brien story. It was. Uh, what what was his tour? It was like not legally allowed on television or something, something like that. Because like, yeah. um, like he had an uh, Jay Leno an entire like, segment. Site. He had an entire <laughs> segment on Twitter. late night where he would just read like Ashton Kutcher tweeted uh, making a bowl of Cheerios. And he's just like, who would tweet? What is this? Shit? This is stupid. But like there was a funny part of Twitter that we weren't seeing as much at the time. It was like the, the people like the remnants of like something dot com. Yeah. Like a lot of those guys who moved over to Twitter and were posting on there. And it it's way funnier than anything on Twitter now. All Twitter is. I mean, I, I will say like, at the, like in the early 2010s, I was on Tumblr Um. And I use that like tw- I use Twitter now. Just like, I use Tumblr. A yeah, little I remember bit like too. we followed yeah. each other yeah. on there. And like, that's how I actually I that's how I met a handful of people who we're friends with now. Um, I mean, yeah, there was like an embarrassing side of it, but it was mostly yeah, like, yeah, yeah. The, kind of like using it for like humorous means. Trickster right, means, right, right. You yeah. know, um, and that was, and I think, yeah, I stopped using that when I started using Twitter at some point, but even then it wasn't like super active on Tumblr. Yeah. But no, I was same. like, yeah, posting the dumbest shit on Facebook, just like the dumbest. Yeah, and there's, there's shit. part of me that's like, okay, I'm glad that like some of the stuff I went through and deleted because it's like, obviously, you know, when you're putting everything out there and it's like to a small select group of people, it's going to be different. But I like, you know, there's things where it's like, oh, you, you 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 go through a breakup and you say some dumb shit and you're like, I sure am glad I didn't like tweet that to a million people. But also like there are times when it's like I would just I like irony post 
just insane shit and then get in arguments with people that I would like disengage with and just like take the joke further. But it was like, Oh, that's also like my family and friends that don't get that. It's a joke. Yeah. And it's like, I should have been doing that to strangers on the internet. And I'm thinking about this again, all because I just like fucking pop on Facebook for a day. And it's like, man, what would have become of me if I was posting like this earlier? I don't know. You know, I feel like you you act as if that you that's like a missed opportunity for you. But at the same right. time, I think that maybe maybe it was better. Dodged a bullet. It could have been. Well, my kind of thing about that is don't cry because you didn't do the that, but smile because you because you have you had your whole life, Doctor Seuss. Well, I, I and was, uh, by the way. Dr. Seuss, are we canceling authors now? So you, there's no free speech at all? We're just canceling authors, left and right. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Did the FDA finally read Green Eggs and Ham? Um, yeah, uh, it's called a book for kids. Uh, maybe you should try reading an adult book like Angels and Demons or <laughs> Da Vinci Code. Right. Or the, these days, it's more like the Da Vinci Code. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you can't fucking say that, man. Man, that's too far. I'm pushing buttons on my freaking uh, Xbox controller. <laughs> this thing's so big. The original. The original Xbox. Dude, it was too big. That was like, when that came out, I was like, I'm not getting one of these things. I can't hold the controller. It's a frisbee with buttons. Right. Is that what, did someone say that? Or no, I, I, just, that thought, I just thought of wow. it now. It's good. Dude, that like, I feel like I said then there was like a little bit of like confidence behind it, too. <laughs> That it sounded like you heard it somewhere. That would have killed in 2001. Yeah. Fuck. Dude, you should have been a comic. Post, you should have posted then. that. Um, I guess my punishment. We're talking about Facebook. We're talking about Twitter. And Kevin, you brought up Tumblr. And you brought you, up regrets. And I brought up regrets and how if I could go back in time and change everything, uh, I would. So I think what that distills into the pure essence is if you go back to Tumblr what was like one of the the worst fandoms of time? I mean, there's okay, there's a lot. I mean, it's too right? many to name. But there's there's some fandoms that destroyed entire media franchises. Cashew in the, the real first, quick. Cashew in the chat says super <laughs> super hulag. Yep. So I hate that. What I, what I have to do now, I think, is punishment as self flagellation is in order to go back in time and to undo all of these Facebook posts and become an early Twitter adapter, adopter, whatever. Same difference. Who cares? Don't police my language, please. It's called thought cops, not language cops. Yeah. My punishment is I have to go back in time and become super famous. What are you talking about? I have to go back in time. No, I have to go back in time and become a Tumblr Whovian. Okay. That's fair. That's That's my punishment. Is is, Is that Doctor Who and... So super who lock is I it's think supernatural sh- doctor oh, who yeah and but is there a show Sher- called War- oh Sherlock, Sherlock. Yeah, that makes sense but yeah because uh fucking like the Tumblr fandom of Doctor Who was just like awful I remember like I started watching <laughs> the David Tennant Doctor Who and I was like this is a pretty good show and then like it was the other guy it was the Matt Smith guy and then there was like the whole Tumblr thing and that's when people started calling themselves Whovians and like dressing up for conventions and stuff and I was like I don't think I like this anymore 
Also, she mentions here in the chat, Grant could pull off a Wunsler cosplay. I don't know what that is. It's the... Okay, so you remember the Lorax? Uh-huh. And then, oh. like, they, they did the reboot of it, like the CGI one. And this is another thing on Tumblr where people would get, like, hyper fixated. Like, they would get horny for, like, one very specific thing where, like, the whole website was, like, wanted to fuck the Wunsler. Was the Wunsler the guy who made the... Uh the need i think yeah like grant's pulling it up here see look at this oh i see I, yeah i right there right there that actually this does kinda, that actually does kind of look like you 10 years if ago I, if i don't have the uh if i don't have the beard i guess and you did shave the once the D guy from harmontown wait what the <laughs> was there no i who here's the hell the, was that's the six home watch oh. i think that's his like twitter handle here's you. the once right here I mean, I can see it. He looks score. He he kind of looks like a. And if you scroll any further down, I can guarantee it's probably like porn. I won't. Don't. Yeah. But he he looks like a Panic at the Disco or a Fallout Boy guy. There's like penises one, one coming out of every hole in a need. <laughs> and it's like this. I, I I don't know how or why these things happen on there, but they just do. Well, it's because it's a he look. It's a guy who looks kind of good in a fedora, and it's that. It's like that's like such a vibe. I feel like by like Tumblr people like or like Tumblr twenty ten fandom people pull like off a fedora. Holy well, like crap. wanting to pull off a fedora and feeling like you're like Bobby Caldwell or something, but yeah, like you're just like a guy who looks like me, and you're just like maybe this will <laughs> maybe this will teach me how to talk to girls. <laughs> I mean, it worked for the Wunsler. It worked for the Wunsler, the CGI guy who, uh, who, who had who freaking had, who freaking ruined capitalism. It's about time too. Oh man. Um, Speaking of ruining capitalism, if you haven't listened to Thought Cops before, every week we investigate the internet's outrage-inducing news stories, then sentence each perpetrator to a cruel and unusual punishment. And boy, let me tell you, if I could cruelly and unusually punish Ikea right now for their poor interior design, I would. So as of recording, today's July 1st. Uh, Pride Month has come to an end. Um, and just the very tail end of Pride Month, Ikea unveiled LGBTQ themed sofas. And I, I, you're probably thinking, TG, how about the F? You know? I have them up on the screen right here. So as we can see, we have... Uh, and these are kind of fucking crazy. Like, these are, like, whatever... If you're listening right now and you're not seeing this, imagine the craziest fucking couches in the world. That's what we're looking at here. So we had the asexual couch, the transgender couch... The critical the- race theory couch... <laughs> <laughs> the lesbian couch. Now, some of these, like, okay, some of like the transgender couch just has like some different like color splotches and That's stuff. That's a nice on couch. It. Looks uh, looks like relatively like a normal fucking couch. The asexual couch has the the uh, purple, gray, whatever. Like, it looks like it. It kind of looks like a giant pussy. It kind of looks it's like a, a it looks vaginal. Like, it looks like a sideways pussy if the pussy was like kind of shaped as the united the continental United States. Exactly. If you're listening at home, you're probably picturing that in your head perfectly. And then the other one here, what's it say here? The the ally couch or like the no, I think it's the progress couch, which I don't know how that fits in LGBTQ, but just the idea of progress. It this couch is crazy as hell. It's just a normal couch with a bunch of fake flowers growing out of it from the top, the bottom, the sides looks kind of uncomfortable to sit on. 
Well, it's like you're either going to ruin like how the couch was decorated or yeah, it's not comfortable. I actually got kind of like uh, I was looking at I got a new place recently and I was looking at couches and like it, uh, there are some really weird couches out there that I don't think are necessarily like for mass production sale. But like this is one of the weirder ones. But there was one that was like designed to look like a big Jansport backpack and it has like what? all these different zippers and like. There's there's like a couch that's like a big pig. Uh, there's a couch that's like a bunch of like little balls that you like lay on and can like. I mean, it looks like fun to have, but it's like I would like go to a place that has this couch, but I wouldn't want it in my. There's a couch that's like a coffin. That's kind of cool, but like, like if you have like a goth themed cafe shop, that would be great. Yeah, or there's a there's a couch that's like eighteen thousand dollars and it just looks like it. It's called like the the snake pit, but it's just like a bunch. Of, it looks like. Uh, like if you put like velvet around a bunch of like pool noodles and then just like made a big like nest of that. And it's like this stuff looks kind of fun. $18,000 fun? No, no. But like it's like interesting. But like this. And then imagine just like having to clean that. Someone's going to fucking spill you something. You can't clean it. It's like how. Right. In yeah. the like Chuck E. Cheese AMAs, how they always said there's always like poop at the bottom of the ball pit. <laughs> it's like, do not drink red wine on my progress couch, please. So if you scroll down here, Grant, you the more the most infamous one we haven't even touched on yet is the the bisexual couch. Now, if you can see this at home, this is yeah, it's, fucking it's, crazy. It's called the bisexual couch because uh, as soon as uh, you you get it, you can say bye bye to uh, any sex on that uh, freaking couch because the chair or the fucking couch is creepy. It's like covered in hands. Yeah, like, what does that have to do with I don't being bisexual? Like, you just want I think everyone's that, I think hands to touch your ass? I think it's, it's kind, of, <laughs> kind of aggressive if you think about I it. I think it's uh, it's uh, the it's saying that the the main villain in My Hero Academia is bisexual, and it's kind of uh, I was thinking him or the uh, the uh, the one guy with the hands in Jujutsu. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I made a uh, tweet what's, about that. What's up, what the hell's up with hands in modern show, folks? What is up with hands in villains in modern shonen series? Easy to draw. You just gotta. Hands hand are the hardest the thing to draw. Like why? Well, their shoes. Oh, well, I don't their shapes. So this, I thought hair was the hardest thing to draw, which is why Super Saiyan Goku had blonde hair, so he didn't have to color it in anymore. And maybe he just used the fill tool. Um, so we see hey, here the pillows say uh, when you the pillows say when you change nobody or to and believes you. Gotta, you. No, you got you got to read one pillow at a time, Grant. It says no, no. I mean, oh, trust me. I did the same thing. You, you did read for- right to left. It says when you change nobody or to and well, if believes this couch, you. Well, if this couch was a manga, you would read right to left. <laughs> so it'd be nobody. Nobody you believes change you when and to or. But really, though, even if you read it like normally, it does take a second to kind of click in. It says when you change or to and nobody believes you. Can you see? I think on the IKEA website, I don't know if it's still up, but they had like the people who designed all the couches. And it has like a little profile about they them. do. They do on this page. If you scroll down, Grant, you'll see the the, the this. Oh, is this? Yeah. Spoken this, word poet uh, Brian Lanigan pictured on Ikea's bisexual couch, which was inspired by his work. Again, like this is a great art piece. Like if I saw this in like some sort of installation, I would be like, that's kind of interesting. Can I yeah, sit on? Sure. And they're like, hey, can I sit on that? Sure. Oh, cool. I'm going to go sit in the bisexual couch. See how, you know, see how that feels and then stand up again. But it's not something I don't think anybody wants the grabby hands couch in their living room. I mean, this is too far for Ikea. Ikea is like build a futon that is gray. 
build and, it, and a it's going to fall apart in five months yeah. because it's made out of particle board. Yeah, and that's, if that's what's is, are we looking at it? Just a, a series of pieces of particle board covered by hands. And for the record, this is like a bright pink, bright purple couch, and all the hands are like hot pink, bright pink, all over the place. And they're not just pictures or like they're not like prints of hands on the cushion. They are actual plastic hands that are covering the circumference, the surface of the entire couch. It's crazy. It's madness. I mean, again, how the fuck do you like if you spill something on the it's it's either ruined or it blends in perfectly. Maybe you, that's yeah, what they're ahead, hoping. Spill whatever the fuck you want on the bisexual couch. I don't give a shit about that. Do not drink anything on my asexual couch guy who just collects all of these and then what do you even do with like you can't most of these i feel like you can't really sit in so it's like a piece but it's like uh i mean like i at a museum or like an art museum when they have like a chair from like a very nice chair it's like i want to sit in it but i can't because it's art but it's like if you're you're buying that for your house as like a decoration, it's right. Like, like get get a picture of you sitting on it for Instagram. Get up and move on with your life. You do not need this in your rumpus room. No rump. No rump. My rump wouldn't feel very comfortable sitting on a bunch of hands. Well, hey, the you could here's a, here's a post for you and guys listening at home. Uh, you feel free to tweet this one. Out. This is a free one for you. The original bisexual couch, and it's the palm, the the hand chair. Oh, <laughs> like the plastic. Thing? Yeah, yeah, well, that's yeah, like yeah, yeah. They have a planet. I fitness. think my joke like that was like the lips couch. Oh, sure. Oh, yeah. The lips couch is fun. Though. Where did you find that? I just googled lips couch. I was like, I I thought that was like from the IKEA collection. I saw you post. No, it. No, like, no, no. Hey, wasn't that was... the freaking uh, doctor from Rugrats, Doctor Lips Couch? <laughs> <laughs> That should not have hit as well as it did <laughs> for it anyone. Did. Uh, but yeah, I mean, a bunch of people, as we're sort of talking about, were making their own their own tweets, as you can imagine, their own couches. And they're funny forever, not well, just the first of, hour. It kind of falls into a bat. I mean, not that this was, I don't know how well or poorly thought out it was, but it's like, and, and you know, I it, I don't want to get too far into identity politics, but it's like the more specific couches you have to represent the ide- identities, the more angry you're going to make the identities that you like leave out from having couches or whatever. Yeah, right. And uh, you know, not that these were already like getting like bad press as it is, but it's like in defining all of these things, it's like you are kind of like drawing circles around communities that are also sort of like leaving people out or whatever. I don't know. As as a straight white man, I feel like uh Yeah, the the chat also called us out earlier for uh once again uh three straight cis white dudes mansplaining an LGBT well, they, couch, but uh for, this is the can, show, man. This is what we have to do. I mean it I could put again, the Jack Sparrow uh half put, No, yeah, be, that would actually be a huge I would help. be a bisexual the, icon Jack Sparrow. Yeah. yeah. I guess he. I think there are articles written about him being a bisexual, because like he's like, well, when he was talking to this one pirate, he was being sort of flirtatious. Hey, if you get enough rum in you, <laughs> you know who knows what the hell is going to happen. I think he said that. Also, there's an image of Jack Sparrow uh, rendered as like a Hindu god, and <laughs> was saying that he that the character design was like drawn inspiration from him. What? <laughs> and he's the? like this big blue guy. <laughs> it's really great. <laughs> 
So what's the uh, what's the punishment uh, here? Fucking what's for the bisexual couch? Or yeah. just the couches in general? I don't. Um. <laughs> I got nothing. I just got a. I got one of those desk risers. You know, you get one of those. Hey, yeah. stand. Quit sitting so much. That's bad for you. It is. How about some uh, representative standing desks? Or how about uh, all the corporations who back Pride? The they have to buy up all the remaining Pride couches that didn't sell. Yeah. How about how about they have to actually use these couches? Yeah. I think that's the worst punishment. It's like, yeah, sit on the couch that has plastic hands all over At the it. The Wells Fargo yeah. waiting room. Yeah. You you like gay people so much? Sit. Why on don't the- you marry them? <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of gay, <laughs> actually, 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 yes. Uh, this just in, and I'm not. This is a headline. NFL releases powerful video. Quote: Football is gay. Powerful. We're gonna watch this here. This um comes with breaking news from TMZ. Football is G-A-Y. Lesbian. No, it's not. Beautiful. There are no Queer life. Exciting. Transcendent. They're just Art. doing Power word puck. salad. It's just football is freedom. Football is football American. Football is chuggy. Football is... Football uh, is everything. Football is lit, fam. NFL. NFL proudly supports the Trevor Project. Wasn't there... Like, I remember, like... Five years ago, like the first openly gay football player was, got drafted, but then he like yeah. got ran out of the league or like he got cut and then no one signed him. And it's good that they're like being more progressive. I mean, like, it's like by default because kind they, of a lazy video. I actually didn't watch it before recording, but I was like, I mean, what's the PowerPoint? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they, the headline says "powerful video." I was expecting, um. Something like the CIA video. Oh, I was I was expecting a freaking uh, a big linebacker about to uh, tackle. You were expecting uh, full frontal porn. Yeah, I, uh, I was expecting full frontal porn from the NFL. Um. Well, I think Kevin, more so to your point. So this video came out on the twenty eighth, which again is it like the very tail very end, end of Pride Month. I think it like was a PowerPoint. Uh, I, think I think that they were just like shit. We haven't done anything. Yet. Do do we have the video? No. And they're like, uh, just put words on a screen. I don't know. Football's gay. A powerful video in the fourth quarter of Pride Month. Uh, we might call that a hail mary. I'll say that. That, that got a, That's a good. Uh, no, I. That's pretty good. I pre- I appreciate that. Um. It's also like I have a hard time not being cynical with any of this stuff where it's just like, yeah, they just want your money. They just but it's want also like, your money. I think most people who are really invested in the NFL, like that's like, who is that for? Like, are they maybe they're trying to get like widen know. their audience, but I don't think that video is going to really do anything. And I, I like I remember as a two minutes of hate uh, a couple of weeks ago, I was talking about, um, you know, the, the, the sort of grappling with the concept of like people using these social movements to sell more products. 
And the the idea that like, okay, well, you know, 10 years ago, you couldn't make a video being like outwardly supportive of these things. And it is progress in the way that Malcolm X said that progress is, uh, you know, saying that progress is happening is like stabbing someone with a knife nine inches and then pulling it out six inches and calling it progress. Um, that being said, uh, saying football is gay seems like like 90s schoolyard ish like football's gay like that's what it comes off as it's it's weird it's weird no one was like yeah man uh well the person who the person who probably either came up with that or like was making the video doesn't get paid enough to like they hate their jobs probably enough too where they're yeah. like this is funny and it's like this is such a bad idea <laughs> but like I'm not gonna say anything because it's like I don't care enough to like point out that this is like but also it it could also be like a uh you know not to you you never know with stuff like this because it, it's also like thought it was like you know fodder for the internet to like re like share and repost and it's like. A lot, it went viral with that, and it's like, if that's what they're trying to... I guess they won with that. It's like, I don't ever... I guess I'm always on the fence of, like, with, like, the, the planned virality of, like, you know, the rage retweet, or... It right, feels right. very artificial. Right, but but also, it's of like, course. you also can't discount just how dumb a lot of and out of touch a lot of these people are, too. <laughs> True. You know? yeah. I, I have a punishment, or at least part of a punishment. Uh, Yeah, go for it. The NFL should change the Chicago Bears mascot to, to the Chicago Bears. Okay. <laughs> I'm 100% with you. Yeah. Trying to think of some of the other ones. I, I was know. thinking of trying to uh, 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 an armchair quarterback, but he's actually on the progress couch. It, oh. There are certain sports teams that are now... Uh, thanks to racism being over, do not have mascots and don't even have names. Fill it in. The Washington Redskins, uh, as we all know, I think we talked about Washington football on the show, team. are the Washington football team. That's like an they're, irony boat, bro, or like Normcore. Like, right, well, right. But they're technically like just sort of nameless right now. They I don't do have like a that better than the they don't Redskins. have a name. Well, I don't, the Washington we, gay guys. Well, the big homo said <laughs> You it's said like, oh, we're we'll do better. No more Redskins, just the big homosexuals. <laughs> or you said Chicago Bears. Why not the Washington Seals, the Washington Otters? Is the Seals Washington, a thing? I think so. Yeah. Uh, Cashew in the chat was uh, listing off names. The Cleveland Carpet Munchers. Sorry, Leo. I don't know if that's uh, good. Otters, Seals. Uh, the other example. Where am I at? The, the Shed Aquarius the Mammal Exhibit. Or a, a list of things. Your your example was list of things. That's it. pretty. That's pretty game. Take it. Take it from there. <laughs> Keep the ball going. Hey man, yeah, uh, you can shove things in your ass. Washington things. There we go. Be whatever. You the go. Washington sports ball. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking got him. <laughs> Speaking of Gottingham, have you all heard of Gitter? Getter? I think I saw, I think it's, yeah, what is it? It's another like, (laughs) just for that. uh, It's another uh, 
what's the what's the like it's another alt right twitter it's, social it's, media it's, thing it's a free speech platform that uh <laughs> subsequently bans a lot of speech but uh they don't yeah, more or less work out what's the other alt right one that's like parlor there's and parlor, then there's another and one there's right? gab and yeah. gab yeah which gab i don't know i don't know why the alt right would pick gab because i feel like gab like has like like a misogynistic undertone of like, oh, people gab, you know, like women, women be gabbing. Right. It's like, why'd right. you pick that? Like, because when they you are hate. gabbing on there. But also all the, the yeah. you have to have a dumb name for like, like the any app or like, like Gitter, media. for yeah, example. Gitter. There's a classic, <laughs> right, classic right. remove the, the vowel at the right. end. It's of course, yeah, G E T T R. Will they ever buck that trend? Do you think? Not that Getter's like ever going to be bigger than this news story, but like, I don't know. I mean, it's like I I have to constantly remind myself that Tinder is spelled like Tinder's normal. normal. Yeah. yeah. Or will the, will there be a new thing that's like annoying or like like fresh at first? Uh, I don't know. We don't really have new things anymore. We just like we came out with like Facebook, Twitter TikTok is the newest. The that big. is true. That is true. But there's no like. I feel like you have to have like I don't know. An R at the end. I think it's a general. I think. I, don't every, like where this I think every generation will get like a new. Like, so main former app. former Trump spokesperson Jason Miller has started a new social media app. And the headline here, if you want to scroll back up, is funny. Trump nowhere to be found on Twitter clone. His for his former spokesperson launched. Why would he? Why he doesn't want to talk to any of the people? <laughs> I love like that is the appeal for all these things. Where like when Trump got pulled off of Twitter. Yeah, I heard he's coming to this one. I heard, and he doesn't show up because yeah, he doesn't give a fuck. He wants about to talk anybody to like, on there, like celebrities and stuff. Right, and none of right, them are going right. to come to this. And also, all of these people don't like. They would never want to be. There's nothing that they themselves want to talk about. Their whole thing is they're reactionaries. They want to like get right. pissed at liberals and like you can't be reactionary if you have nothing to react to because no. it just turns. What into, do they do on there? They just agree with each other. About how great Trump was and like how you used to be able to say like slurs. <laughs> it, They're it off topic like, right? Anybody get the new Mario Golf? Or no, honestly, it's just it's like it's a short lived breeding ground for like grifters. Because like there will be people who think that Trump's going to be there or that this is going to be the next big thing. And they're too dumb to not to get a sense of like the awareness. But then you have people who maybe have similar ideological beliefs, but they're like, I can sell them the new like 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 uh, the new Trump like shirt or hat or something. Uh, and like they can or like tickets to this rally or, or like they, yeah. they like it, that's all it is. Is It's just right, like right. Uh, a quick little flash in the pan marketing thing for grifters to grift these like dumb fucking though to your point though of everybody agreeing with each other i feel like these platforms would not the successful ones would not exist without having conflict i mean i think that trump being off twitter left people and people go leaving twitter to go to gab or parlor or i don't know if anybody's on gitter but I don't know if it's come out yet, but it's been announced. I've seen so much more left infighting on Twitter in the last couple months than ever. And it's just because people live, uh, people like if you're the, well, not people, but these apps and these sites thrive and exist off conflict. And like 
they are made to breed that. And then the people on there feed into it and they don't realize they're feeding into it. So they just fight with each other, even though they are. That's probably what's happening on these other ones, too. People who may agree with each other politically are finding these microcosms of things that they don't agree on and then getting mad online. I mean, I also do think that inherently criticism is more interesting than just agreement. And I I do think that that's where when we're talking about like Gab and Parler and shit like that, that like, yeah, you run out of steam and you run out of things to talk about when everything's just like, hey, do you guys love America? And they're like, yeah, we fucking love America. We want to fuck the flag. And you're like, I want to fuck the flag, too. And then it's like, me first. What do you talk about? Yeah, me first. And then it devolves into like weird fighting and weird like, oh, well, you know, you're a libertarian. Well, I'm a paleo conservative. Fuck you. Like it always breaks down to that because it's just like if you don't disagree with some people over some things like it, it's not interesting. Like all the most interesting shit on the Internet is always criticism, you know, and I think it can be more or less toxic and there's better and worse ways to engage with it. And I definitely think that like like algorithms do lend themselves more to just like negative toxicity because it's like a bunch of people want to fucking jump on and pile on and stuff like that. But I also think that that's just human nature to like want to differentiate things sometimes. And I don't think that that's necessarily bad, but yeah, I mean the, the whole leftist infighting thing is becoming unbearable on Twitter. Like I feel like it just takes over my feed and it's just like, I really don't care about an argument that uh, Bernie's former press secretary and Noam Chomsky had of a like year and a half ago. Well, yeah, I, feel like, I don't I, care. Yeah, I, I feel like, uh, well, I feel like with the pandemic and Trump, Trump, like not to say that, like, I don't totally agree with like it, it, Twitter definitely is worse since Trump left, but I don't think that that is the total thing. I think that like the hyper focusing constantly the media like focusing on how like of an much of an idiot and like how bad and crazy stuff is getting like brought more people online and then the pandemic happened and then everyone was like like my levels of or our levels of like always online yes and then when he left it's like people are still online as much but like there isn't this like focus and like there isn't really a great like release mechanism to like like cool people down but i also feel like in a post, I guess in a post like Trump world, and I would say maybe more like a post like pan with just like how the pandemic unfolded, like the the world that we're living in now, just like so much like stuff that you could throw up on Twitter as like a, a humorous thing. I feel like so that like hyper aged a lot of types of humor where it's like saying like spaghetti is like uh shoe it's like shoelaces you can eat like that sort of thing <laughs> right where right, it's like. Right. That stuff, like, no, there's, like, no, like, not not even that that was, like, super funny before, but it's, like, stuff like the, the like, kind of twee, like, right, type, right. like, yeah, that's, I feel like people are kind of doing that again, but it's, like, I don't know. I feel like it, the, the, with the last four years and especially the last year with the pandemic has just jaded a lot of people, or at least to me, where it's just, like, like, the, like, the dumb posts like that, it has to have a little bit of an edge or it has to yeah, have, of like, course, yeah. Because otherwise, it's like two blue aliens saying your face is leaking. And he says, I am experiencing internal emotions that lead to external uh, waterworks coming from my eyes. And then or it's like the two, alien a, two aliens in a spaceship and they're going like, I'm blue. 
Abadi. Right. And then you find out that the alien's uh, maker is uh, severely anti-abortion. And you're like, well, that's an interesting fact. That Can't wait for that I'll, TV show to come out, everybody. Maybe I'll bring it. Yeah. It, it, isn't Dan Harmon yeah. part of that? Yes, he is. Incredible. So, uh, I don't know, man. It, to your point, though, Ian, like, we talk a lot about on the show about these news cycles that are hyper rapid, like they're, they're short, they're intense and they're just gone, like flash in the pan. And that's kind of how like I, I do. You mentioned humor aging. I think that's kind of happening with humor as well, where it's like, you know, people say comedy doesn't age well, whether it's like offensive or if it's just like old stuff is like too slow or whatever, whether you believe in that, it's all subjective. But now, yeah, we are at a point where, you know, types of humor are coming and going and cycling in and out right. so fucking fast. And it kind of makes the whole act feel very meaningless. And it's even being a part of whatever, like, and I, and I, I'm laughing because I, I, I was thinking about a tweet you had about like, uh, Twitter's main character of the day. Oh, was that the Rumsfeld? My Rumsfeld one? Re- <laughs> well, I I do think that like but like that the idea of making fun of the Twitter character of the day that I was like I, I you were I'm like yeah I'm right there up there with you because it's like we're standing above this sort of like this is all it is this main character of the day main thing of the day I know it's like I'm I'm a little bit uh, uh, well when the commentary gets like memed and kind of gets rolled into the the ball of like like how people people how people talk about. How people talk about, uh, uh, you know, Twitter and and the like the the Twitter main the Twitter main character who's today's main character? Yeah, uh, don't be just, the main character. Let's just say you don't want to be the main character. Like the it, that started as like a uh, was it a maple cocaine tweeters or uh, the boat guy pixelated boat? I felt like I was one of the, their like tweets. That, yeah, one of those like you know they tweet solid stuff most of the time, and then that becomes like a viral thing, and then that becomes adopted into the pop culture thing of like. Oh, the main character. Let's make a chart of all the main characters of Twitter. And Jan first, it's Bean Dad, and then oh. it's like it's just all so exhausting. And then like even talking about this and like having these fun phrases like that becomes like exhausting. But then it's like uh, I don't know. Not that like the way I talk about it is like anything fresh or interesting. Or what we do here. Yeah. I mean, like I get it. It's like all a- fleeting. It's all Although, dumb. You just got to find a way to pass the. Honestly, time and- I do feel like just d- from doing this show, it does there is a levity to it because it's like at the end of the day, we're just bullshitting with friends. You know, we're just like making conversation and hopefully making each other laugh. But like, yeah. <clears throat> sometimes I do feel like what you're talking about, like with comedy aging and stuff like that is that like a lot of times if I'm like trying to write stand up or if I'm trying to make a TikTok video or trying to do a tweet or something like that, it's just like, well, you can't just make a joke about it because it has to be like an ironic joke, but everyone's doing the irony thing. So like you have to do the ironic thing to the ironic thing. And it like, it takes such like a weird turn where it's just like, man, I'd, I'd rather just like sit in a room with friends and like crack a couple beers and like make fun of the whole thing and like engage in some of these conversations like again that's where i i look at this podcast and it's like i'm glad that we do it and i'm glad that this is like my main outlet for a lot of this stuff because so much of the way that you interact with the world outside of that i feel like just like spoils my brain you know and i even like just when i start to sense my brain feeling that motion of like, ooh, uh, like for example, today, 
uh, on Twitter, the big thing was like that diagram of like Saddam Hussein's cave or whatever. Oh yeah. I've seen and that getting memed of all it. these different parodies of it. And like, there was a split second where I was like, Oh, I got to think of one. And I'm like, I hate my life. <laughs> like the fact that I, number one, feel like I have to number two thought about it seriously for even a second. And it's like, yeah, they like there happened like, cause people are posting them in the discord. I'm like, that is pretty funny and stuff. But then it's like, it's done now. It's done. And I hate that we're just... Right. As soon as it becomes site. a meme, it's like basically dead. And that's kind of the the curse and the gift of being always online is like you can get a sense of the trends to like make one quickly. Um, but then also like as soon as you contribute your... P, it's a, the post-post clarity of like, oh yeah, this is already... Like as soon as something blows up, it's dead. And then it maybe has like a little gas in the tank. And like maybe it is still kind of funny, but like um, unless you have a very fun nuanced take... Or not even that, but like, you know, you, you can get kind of niche with it. But that's that's all the the memeing is like you have this one degree of commonality and you're exploring it from every single angle. And then as it goes through time, you also get to exp- like re- you get to reanalyze uh, the Saddam Hussein tunnel like in in like of every single other meme. So then it's like Saddam Hussein's tunnel in context of Bean Dad, in context of Carol freaking Baskins. Or like the goofy thing like, damn bitch, you live like this. Yeah, yeah. Or it, just like every other meme, you can just mix it up. But then as as the memes, as, as we go through time, it's the Katamari ball of like it gets bigger and it's rolling and then it's like it's mixing with everything else. And some stuff falls off. Yeah, and you pick it up and there's a, a guy, there's a, a guy with a, um, a big uh, pompadour. Yeah. And he screams a little when you get him. Yeah. And God, I, those games are so fun. It's have, so good. It's I have the game. same issue, Kevin, that you do, which like also I see a lot of these trends take off and I'm like, you know what I have to do is I have to get better at Photoshop and I just have to have a big folder of all of these things at every time so that when I fucking see it pop up on the computer, I can just take the image and I can just drop fucking goofy saying, damn, bitch, you live like this. And I can just drop that in. I'll get I'll get a million likes. And it's like, is that really how I need to be thinking about the fucking world that I live in? It's it's also it's like you do that or you like work you focus on the job that you hate or you deal with the reality of like this is it like yeah (laughs) okay there i I don't know what else to say about this that has like oh i got how about this damn bitch you live like this and then the female goofy it's carol baskins feeding her husband some tigers and see that's why we we're coming down like i know we're we're kind of reaching the 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 juicy nectar of all this right now because that is why I find your TGI what the f post so funny is because you are like beyond that point where you're like just satirizing the whole act of it through this just like goofy comedic voice. Yeah, cuz it's just like I'm bringing up these things that were the like the the, the hot moment thing, but it's like so past its prime and even if it wasn't that far ago it feels like a long time ago but it's also like people made such a big deal of it in the moment and everyone was like dunking or joking about it but then it's like you know it feels like a, a, a lifetime ago right but then right. it's like bringing back like yeah so apparently elon musk is hosting snl <laughs> uh yeah hey uh he makes cars, not jokes. Like not even. That, that <laughs> and then it's that like good. it also not to not to like overanalyze it, but it does, if I may say, speak to the frivolity of all of this and how it is just completely fucking meaningless because it's like the things you're talking about are not that old, and what we're talking about today 
will feel very old this in will five be a very days dated episode. time. Yeah. And yeah, these episodes age like probably like milk. I mean, I will say I have enjoyed some people in the discord who have been going back and listening to some of the old ones and being like, yeah, it is kind of funny. You know, you guys talking about this one thing. So at the very least, we consider this podcast to be sort of a very pathetic time capsule. And I guess it ages okay, but in terms of... I think it also contextualizes every... Like, you go back and you're just like, oh, we started in, like, in the midst of the Trump era. And, like, how much of that's just influenced, like... Towards the very beginning, actually. Yeah, like, towards the beginning. Like, in what? 2017? Yeah, I mean, right around when you get inaugurated. Yeah, yeah. So... And a lot of that does influence, I mean, politics on a grander scale, but also just like how people interact with the internet, how people interact with each other, how people interact with just at like every it does it in a lot of these issues that, you know, were sort of like arising around those times or maybe like I, I said this when we were talking about it in the discord but i'm glad that we didn't start the show around like the gamergate era because the show would have aged horrendously like talking about that shit but i'm glad that it was like the tail end of that stuff and people were thinking about things a little more critically at the same time that like trump's presidency like fucking turned everyone for a loop well you know if if, if gamergate happened today we'd be talking about the the new video gamer gay Gamer gaming is gay, yeah, and beautiful. Truly, uh, we're, we're talking about Getter, I guess. At some point, I get my 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 punishment. Uh, I what the fuck? <laughs> my punishment for anybody? I don't know. This whole this whole conversation just makes me feel like Doctor Manhattan on Mars. Yeah, and I feel like I guess that's, you want to build a big clock. Yeah, that, it yeah, makes yeah, you yeah. feel like Doctor Manhattan on freaking acid on meth as well. Kind of and like crack the, cocaine in um yeah crack cocaine and that is that so that's if the, you're, punishment the punishment is you build a big the punishment big is if you feel the same as we do yeah you go to mars and you build a giant clock hey how about this the punishment for getter hardly know her there we go that should be the that should be the Fuck leftist him. equivalent getter yeah. and then hardly know her and it's like with everything's with, with just the our last yeah, yeah, just the art. And then uh, instead of trying to get uh, Trump, they're trying to get the hosts of Chapo to join, and they're like, no. Yeah. Or, who, or whoever, whoever they love, or whoever people on the left like uh, uh, Joe Biden, I guess. They, they love him on the left. Yeah. Um, anyway. Speaking of left, key, key to, to the, the city. city. Wow, that was nice. Um, key to the city, something nice, something positive, something swell. Uh, my key to the city goes to this video, which actually we'll we'll play the first like minute of this. Uh, it's called the yeah, and I think I sent it, or I don't think I, I meant to send this to you. Shrimp and cereal shenanigans. Uh, this is uh, a video from Jay Weingarten and uh, forget it, Bridie Phillips. Maybe I, I it's, her name is Bridie, but anyway, we'll play the first minute of this video. Uh, Shrimp and cereal shenanigans by Bridie and Jay. <laughs> <laughs> music for this is so perfect. Jesus.
Honey? <laughs> honey? What? This is not good. Here, please. What are you doing? What? Come here, this is not... There's something in the Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Sweetie. <laughs> oh. Crazy. You mean look? Look at, look at this. Look at this. Oh. Look at this. Oh. Gosh. Ew. What is this? What the heck is that? Oh my god. Don't tell me. That's shrimp? Sweet. I think it's a shrimp in a cinnamon toast. Anyway, that's It goes on for a while. <laughs> How weird is that? But it's like, I, I feel like they're tapped into the same thing as you, Ian, where it's just like capitalizing on this just useless. Well, this is also, I, I, I've i recently like started, uh, you know, uh, following. I mean, he's been around for a bit now and he's, mm-hmm. he's very funny, very talented. Yeah. Um, and I love his, I, it's a, it's a, he, he, I would say he has this, I listened to an episode of his podcast recently and it's very funny what's it it called creative types yeah something like him and matthew golden yeah yeah but it's 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 this double-edged sword of like he has like a perfected or like a way stronger way more interesting version i feel like of like kind of like what i'm doing but also he the 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 pitfall of this though additionally is it's like you 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 live in this like totally ironic like funny zone and I feel, I mean, I, I mean, I run into it too, uh, but it, it also, it seems like the trade-off for like being this funny and like being able to just so effort, effortlessly, like kind of like take like kind of anything to task like this is like, I, like, I, I can't, like, I'm, I'm imagining hanging out with this person and they're very funny and I love the time, but they we both have trouble like being sincere or like authentic. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's like a thing that I sort of feel like I am like, you know, being like, I would say starting comedy being like an always on guy. It's like annoying, but it's like, if you are funny, it's like, I don't think people necessarily mind as much because you're being funny, but also it's like, just like enjoy the fucking sunset man or like you know right, right you can't right. you can do both but that is like the question of like if you are like this clocked into it like can you just enjoy a sunset I, you can't I, I don't know but it, it is like yeah and this is like something and i've heard other people like you know people who are creators and stuff online who have talked about like yeah i have a hard time not acting how i did it's in like my vid- in my videos yeah, yeah because of like i'm so into that tapped in and yeah. also it's like when you are into it that way, it's like you see this funny thing and you want to, because it's like, th- th- like th- this being like the first time of like kind of being out or like hanging out. I went to a, I didn't go up, but I went to a mic and I saw comics. Mm-hmm. It was really fun, but I was just so like, it's just like, like these couple times that I've saw people I haven't seen in like, you know, 18 months. I just like so effortlessly like was going into like saying this, a funny little quip or joke. And I, I recognize that that's how I fit into a lot of like social structures or whatever. Right, right. But also at the same time, it's like, why can't I like just talk to this person or like, why does it Man, always have I, to yeah, be? Yeah, like no, that? I heavily relate to that. I, it's a balance for sure. Like I, I really do. I really do try to strike that balance as best I can where it's like, I try to be a person to these yeah, people. Right, right. But yeah, I mean, there, there, I, I would say like, there are some people 
who have a very hard time turning it off. And I think honestly, part of it is not the conversation I thought we were going to go into, but (laughs) I think part of it is like, it's hard to be vulnerable. And it's like, you know, you got to challenge yourself to be kind of vulnerable sometimes and like not like, and I, to be honest, I actually like, I, cause I, I, um, I used to like, I used to like, man, years ago, I actually used to like message Jay Weingarten on Facebook for like, Money, comedy like advice 50 bucks no yeah hey man you got also you got 50 bucks no and like he was normal to talk to and yeah. he was like and, and that's I, me probably projecting my insecurities about no but i, I thought he might not so. be but i remember he i remember him saying something like um <laughs> this is sort of like this is like years ago i'm like do you ever feel like you're overly cynical of the world because of how you communicate through your jokes and he he said something i wish i could fully remember but it was something along the lines of i don't see myself as a cynical person i try to enjoy life and what i do what i whatever with this i don't really it just goofing off yeah so and that's and then so that kind of exposes me as this big uh asshole no but like i i no no No, no, Ian, I'm, I'm this right. This guy probably sucks and he hates, he probably hates everything the same yeah, as yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but I, I do like, and there are like certain people that I talk to that I do have my own hard time turning yeah. this off because it's like we have to like text each other like, hey, you want to do my show? You want to do this? Qu- in quotes, yes. Right, right. <laughs> and it's like, I guess like further the older I get or whatever, there are not, the, I don't think it has anything to do with age, but more just where we are in culture and stuff. Like I I do analyze that behavior a little more where it's like, do we really have to do this? Like, yeah, right, save right. it for the fucking pod. Save the energy. And I have had like, I, and I have had people being like, is, is this person always like to talk about other people like is this person always like are they met like they're like are they messing with me i'm like no that person just always like this because that's just how they are and they right. haven't figured out how to turn it off yet and that's you know and that's probably why a lot of us have mental illness yeah yeah i mean i de- i definitely recognize like the defense mechanism aspect of everything humor related to how I interact with everything. Because I mean, and I I've probably talked about this before, but like I am the same on this show as I am in life and in like at work. Like I don't have, you know, like code switching and shit like that. Like I don't know how to do it. You know, I, I can and I've see that. always been very bad at it. And I guess I'm glad that I found a position in life where I don't necessarily have to do it as much as other people who have to, like, be professional at work or anything like that. But, like, I, I think it's gotten better. But, like, I can also see where, like, yeah, when I was younger, I think, like, my sense of humor turned a lot of people off. You and said I think, Facebook with your relatives. Yeah, I think, and, stuff, I, yeah and I also think that, like, my sense of humor when I was younger was also, like, a lot meaner and was a lot more, like, yeah, everyone's so full and, of piss and vinegar when they're younger. Yeah, and it's like, like you look at, like, and, sarcasm, and it's like, sarcasm is usually, it comes from, like, a that's dark... That's my love language. It comes from a dark it's place, man. Language. You yeah. know, like, you're never, like, sarcastic when you're, like, happy. Like, happy people aren't sarcastic. They're like, well, what do you think it is? And it's like, you know. Taken aback by it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, weird, yeah, I, I have a lot of complicated thoughts on the matter that I, I feel like most of it is probably just who who cares. Let, you know, let's just have a laugh. Yeah, everybody's you know? fucked up. You just got to be, I guess. Yeah. That's why I love a little show be. called Rick and Morty. Because they... Uh, <laughs> They take a lot of a lot of things to task. Yeah, on that one. 
Speaking of being taken to task, oh, yeah, uh, to Ian, city. what's your key to the city? Something good or whatever. Uh, key to the city. Uh, uh, key to the city. Who do I give? This is just something we like, right? Yeah, just something you like. Maybe a video you saw that's nice. Maybe just a gesture, a friend, something. Something you saw on the internet that made you smile. Or it doesn't even have to be the internet. Some people don't. Um, I, uh, 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 key to the city, um, I would have to give that to, I, I noticed that you, um, had a video of a, of a guy playing guitar to a parrot. Yeah. Uh, me and my girlfriend, uh, will send a big thing of TikToks is we'll just send a good little animal TikToks. Yeah. But I, my algorithm's picking up uh, a lot of, of like, uh, there's a there's a really funny parrot that speaks Spanish, and it's always being like, "Are you going to work? Are you going to work? What are you doing? What are you?" And then it'll like start swearing at the guy in in Spanish. Do, or, do they have a name? I don't remember. But uh, uh, the, or just like the birds reacting to music, or just being like fun, like uh, animals are uh very nice. They get the key to the city. Yeah, that's uh that's all I gotta say about especially that. when they're doing silly ass shit on video. Mm-hmm. Speaking of uh, animals doing silly ass shit on video, here's uh, so this channel's called Frank. I, I saw this on Twitter. Someone was like, I'm obsessed with this guy and his bird that just like he plays guitar and the bird sings. So that's exactly what this is. It's called Frank Maglio Tico and the man. Uh, mouthful to say the least, but uh, let me let me pull this up on here. We can uh, we can listen to this this bird singing some songs as this man plays guitar accompaniment I feel like there's better ones where the bird's actually singing, but honestly, just like, <laughs> fuck it, you know, whatever. It's so freaky, but cool how the pupils dilate on the birds. Yeah. Oh, he has a lovely singing voice. Oh, like, wow. Yeah, he is like, he's a little guy harmonizing to what he's playing. So it's like, it's not, he's not singing here comes the sun or there was one like, where uh iggy pop was playing like a song he wrote for in his cockatiel and the cockatiel's like head was bobbing and he's right, like rocking right. out to it it's just Dude, like, I, I hate the fact that this is how my brain works but like the first thing i thought of was like man it's gonna be really sad for that guy when that bird dies <laughs> yeah there went the sun yeah <laughs> I, I know they live for a long time but like right you know chances I mean, are yeah. he's probably gonna outlive the bird Anyway, the- nice video, Grant. Thank you for sharing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it is nice every once in a while where you find something like that, and you're just like bored on a on a uh, Friday, Junior, and you're Jesus scrolling Christ. through, and you're like, "This is like it's it's just nice to see something that's nice every once yeah, in a while, the, you know, yeah, not yeah. something that's just filling my brain with garbage all the time, but just like." Here's a guy playing guitar, and his birds just fucking around singing. Like, cool. This is like, in a weird way, calming and relaxing to the rest of the chaos happening as the world burns. Yeah. No, I, I, I do agree. Yeah. I do agree. Uh, we already did Word of the Week earlier. I already forgot what it was. 
Um, uh, it was post post clarity. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so let's get to some plugs. Uh, Ian, where the hell can we find your crap? Uh, yeah, you can go to Twitter. Uh, I'm, I think I'm Mr. Ian online. <laughs> Wait, sorry. <laughs> IO Netrunner said the parrot video Trump was on TV in the back. I mean, guy, guy, maybe he just had the news on, but it is funny to imagine. That, like, just well, everything. I guess, yeah. Thanks. Thanks for ruining the video. Appreciate that. <laughs> wow. What a nice video. How calm and relaxing. Hey, by the way, <laughs> let me remind you of something. Everything. Did you notice this? Everything is fucking political. <laughs> you can't watch a, a fucking bird dance around <laughs> and sing as a as a man plays guitar. I, I'm sorry, Ian. You just can't. One more time, please. Ian, where can we find oh, you? Uh, online? Twitter, Mr. Ian online. Um, and don't be changing it again. I might. I might. I don't really like Mr. Ian. Well, online, <laughs> I might change it again. Soon. Follow him now so that when he changes yeah. it, you'll already be following. I'm him. Uh, uh, my avatar is a, a little green skateboard with what sunglasses. What the hell is that thing? Okay. So if you do, do you know the Dinosauri? Uh, it's like this. There's this production company called Dingo Pictures and the important video YouTube playlist that has the like dinosaur that's like the E dinosaur. Yeah, yeah. Um the production company for that is called uh Dingo Pictures and they make a ton of like rip-off movies. And I think this one was there's like a toy uh if Google uh Dingo Pictures Toy Story, um I do want to see that. And they, cause they, they, it's like, it's like literally like it's mind blowing, like how cheap the animation is. Me and some friends would get like really high and we'd watch these movies and they're like an hour and a half long, but it's literally just like, oh, uh, like a, a flapping, like pterodactyl flying from one side of the screen to the other to be like, and then it like flies across the other screen. Um, but they do Aladdin, they do Toy Story, this they it? do yeah. yeah this is this is right this thing? is uh, Dingo Pictures, but uh, I'm toss it up on the screen. Ding, Dingo Pictures, and then do Toy Story. Because um, whenever we would watch Dinosauri, and uh, the version of Dinosauri uh, uh, on YouTube is in Italian for some reason. Is this? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So these are like the toys. It um, looks more like Brave Little Toaster. It's kind of well. I mean, they they definitely like take from other movies and it's like they reuse characters all the time um but yeah there's the skateboard guy that i that's my avatar so whatever which which one's the avatar oh down a little bit and right there oh there he is oh there he oh my god what do you know yeah but uh i always thought because in the if you watch the dinosauri video in italian on youtube they have a precursor for the um the like three or four other movies that they have. And also you could only get these movies on PlayStation two. They sold them as what they would put like three or four movies on a PlayStation PlayStation two game instead of like a DVD. That is insane. Yeah. But so, um, there's another one called animal soccer world and they reuse a bunch of the animals from like, uh, the Fox and the Hound, if they have a ripoff from that or like lion King. Um, but they are. I really recommend that you look up some dingo pictures. I've seen the Aladdin one. I've seen the Pocahontas one, which yeah. is not great. Um, but the Pocahontas one features a character 
uh, named Wabu, who is a little raccoon who, when he jumps, his like feet curl just has like really bad animation. <laughs> but I guess I don't know if they put Wabu in. No, I think Wabu was I guess popular enough from the Pocahontas one that uh, they made a Wabu movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I really recommend Wab- listen to the Wabu song. Wabu has, sings a very good song. Uh, he also, I think, is he likes to drink. <laughs> like, sure, yeah. Um, but uh, these movies are so incredibly bad. Uh, <laughs> there's this one scene in the Pocahontas one where they're they're like on John Smith's sh- ship, and and the captain of John Smith's ship is uh, Mister Crunchable. <laughs> Crunchable, uh, and then people on the ship are like, "I can't wait to come to America, the the land of the free, where land of opportunity rings through." And it's like they're they haven't like colonized America yet. <laughs> but then it cuts to this one scene of like this Italian chef in like the cooking gallery who is just like this big fat guy, and he's like flipping a big pancake, and he's the chef, and he's like a big Italian chef, and in, like. His sidekick or his partner is a very bad depiction of like a Chinese guy. Oh my god! And there's no reason for either of those characters to be in the movie, yeah. Other than to fill up time, and they already had these characters like rendered. So like, you watch this, and they re-render like these characters, and all they find every way to like reuse these character models and stuff. I, I honestly, I will check that out because one of my one of my favorite things is like just horrible ripoff it's animation it's movies. like literally the worst it's like i watched these with my friends robert and lev and lev is like a, a he's like a huge cartoonist buff he's like he's an animator mm-hmm. and it's just like watching that with him not that you can't enjoy it like you need an animator to enjoy it but it's just like it they they've the, you, you see how like the what is like what is the loosest definition of calling something animated to like see how this works because it's like what was their budget like one dollar like what it's it's like so horrendously bad but <laughs> that it's was like real very dumb. what was your budget one dollar yeah well i i mean i recommend it it's uh it's very funny yeah man i'll check it out and that's also my key to the city i was gonna say yeah that'd be that'd be a good uh good key to the city as well yeah, on ironic. Uh, real quick, have you ever seen Rat Boy Genius? Oh, I love Rat Boy. Genius. That's like the same vein. That was like something like ten years ago. But I feel like the person who made that has like a little bit of a spark, or like they made that into something that is like has more depth than this, because this is just literally like we want to make Toy Story, but like we have this box of colored pencils. Okay, yeah, I, I see. It's like it's more of a it's like a shame, cash grab. Yeah, shameless. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, but yeah, your Instagram. Where can we find you? Uh, yeah. Uh, if you search, uh, my name is Ian Erickson. If you Mr. Ian online on Twitter or Instagram, I'm not really. Uh, I might do comedy again sometime, but I haven't nice. really had too much of a will to do it. So if you follow me there and you thought I was funny, then heck, you know, you'll uh, you'll see some things. Yeah, and stick around on Friday. You're gonna see some. Um, watch out crazy you might crap. hear a little perspective yeah you might get a little perspective with your tweets on friday <laughs> um let's see here before we get to the final segment which is our listener voicemails i uh, want to give a quick thank you to a new patron this week vitas it's thank you vitas it's about time 
Uh, listener voicemails, give us a call if you want, 312-788-7361, or you can always send us an audio file to thoughtcopspodcast at gmail.com. Hit it. This is the Discord News for this week, bringing you all the news worth reporting from the virtual streets of Neo-Chicago. The man formerly known as Ogrudan continues to post Gayfield on every single day of the week. <laughs> he must be stopped. And hashtag real music, Sleep Signs threatened to kill Yosef after he made a very good pun about one of Sleep's favorite metal bands. And hashtag Repoglectids. His name is fucking stupid. The server collectively <laughs> nerded out over the Steven Crowder Sam Cedar confrontation, in which Steven Crowder screamed like a child after being set up by Ethan Klein of H3H3 into debating Sam instead of him. Hashtag Neo Chicago continues to alienate non Chicagoans with all their Chicago talk, such as deadly, deadly tornadoes. It's not for you. Nothing Kevin alienating announced that he had about some special things planned for today's way. episode. Grant, blink twice if you're okay. And now to our final segment of the program, Sports Update. Who cares how the teams are doing, as the library that was added back in Season 17 is finally bearing fruit. Now in Season 22, many records are being uncovered, only to find out that they have redacted entries. Users can help unredact an entry by upscaling an entry with a red herring that they get from upshelling certain events with peanuts. I know I'm looking forward to finding out the history of baseball to see if this all finally makes sense. It's the Thought Cops birthday week, as we wish oh, both hey, Grant and Kevin happy, happy birthdays. birthdays. Now that they're both 30, them doing a podcast in a bedroom is even sadder. <laughs> Thank this you. week's this good news has been presented to you by Communist Sideways Yosef and Parrot Skull Tropical Goth. He's not thank, wrong. Thank you. I guess. Um. Yeah. Uh, Sleep Science in the chat says, "Kind of amazed that the Stephen Crowder thing wasn't Grant's key to the city. Probably forgot. I did forget. Um." And thank you I, for catching that. I want to talk about it, but also I don't want to. I'll just that'll be next week's key to the city. Spoiler alert. Um, I'll I'll fucking go into my in-depth analysis of that. Um, instead, it's a racist bird. Thank you. <laughs> Appreciate that. Hey, uh, it's your boy, Brandon Kirkman. I uh, saw hey. that Ian's going to be on today's episode. So I want to ask you all. Uh, what would it be like if Hatsune Miku wore the mask from Jim Carrey's hit classic, The Mask from 1994? Oh, it's just crazy to think about. I mean, like, Jesus that's some wild Christ. shit. Uh, anyways. <laughs> yes. Every single time. <laughs> he, brought, he brought a megaphone to the live show and did that. That's yeah. so yeah. good. He, sa so he good. saved his toilet flush on it. Um, so good. <laughs> that is a very good question. What would it be like if Hatsune Miku wore... The was mask. Hatsune Miku the uh, a Hollow Life with that partner with Domino's Pizza to yes, sell Domino's yes. pizzas in Japan, and she's another one of these larger than life characters. Yeah, up there, is like, she is is she technically the first VTuber or is she just like a complete uh uh like fake like I don't know because like they make those synth like the, who's the like rapper guy with like the synthetic jaw? They're they're like in, they're like digital influencers that are like. No, it's not a person. It's like not like you know what I'm talking about. 
Yeah, I do. I do. But I think those are newer. So I'm going to yeah. give it to Hatsune Miku. But if you put on the mask uh, from the titular film starring Jim Carrey. The mask, yes. Yes. That might go... I'm trying to think. That's a good question. She might be like... I'm just imagining like her singing in faster, higher-pitched Japanese. Because that's what she does. She sings in high-pitched Japanese. But it would be mm-hmm. faster higher pitched and even Japaneseier mm-hmm. than usual. I think that she would probably take out what uh, one thing I've noticed and it might be just like, a, like the, the Japanese toy hammer that like makes the squeaky oh, yeah. noise. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she would have a big one of those or like a Kendama ball. Um, and she would smash, um, the Noid. She'd yeah. Probably Fuck get up in the Noid. Cause I don't want to think about what would happen if he got, Oh, fuck. I am um, not going to sleep tonight. Yeah, uh, I think she would... I think she would put on the mask and it would be kind of like a Sailor Moon cutscene. Um, and, and, like, as the, uh, the like, mask energy, <laughs> instead of her, like, getting, like, the very cool, like, pigtails and, like, a beautiful, like, skirt and, like, a very uh, lush, like, ribbon costume, it's, like a big yellow zoot suit is unfolding right, right, right. and like uh, a big feather is like coming out of her cap as she's like spinning around in like uh, like a uh, like a jazz club or wherever he hangs out Sumokin <laughs> um, yeah and she hits uh, someone with a big toy hammer and it's probably the Noid um, and uh I just I don't know the character as well as maybe Brandon thought I did, but maybe or maybe he thinks that everybody does. That's something that he. Uh, that's something a little wrong with him. Then, Brandon, you're one twisted guy. You know that. Speaking of twisted guys, and good evening, Thought Pops. Once again, it is I, Leo the Incredible. Once again, gracing your wonderful voicemail. It's been some time since we've done this, this audio taboo, this audio uh, tango. <laughs> of, speed uh, he's saying speed it up. It's been so long. I've lost my ability to even use words or even make it coherently through a voicemail anymore. I am simply out of practice. Hey, aren't we Nonetheless, all? there is a lot of congratulations due this voicemail, gentlemen. I wanted to first congratulate you on your wonderful live show. Thank oh, you. Thank He's you. Excellent. Up on YouTube for those that are listening. <laughs> thank you. Watch. Go have a laugh. I also wanted to congratulate the both of you on making it to your respective birthdays. And thank you. Can thank you believe it? Two thought cops birthdays. Right. All within the same week. Uh-huh. Absolutely astounding. The same and then, Absolutely incredible. And then what do I get? So congratulations. Me? For your birthdays. Congratulations we, on your we live said the show. Birthday, yes, and what I imagine will be a very lucrative tour. And then for me, and what are that you going to say to me? Said, Here comes. There is one place where the congratulations is simply missing and has been missing. Grant. Fuck. Oh, Grant. Oh, man. I need not speak its name for you know. You know what's gone uncongratulated, what's gone undefeated, what has gone unstreamed. Gentlemen, I look forward to your future stream endeavors. Have a good night. Okay. Leo. Leo the Incredible. I think he should. his name should be Leo the Forgetful because he forgot to congratulate me on uh, what a nice job I've been doing as 
is a lead guest. He, I think he is it's in the chat. Let's we'll see if he has anything to say. I don't know if he's still paying attention. Oh, he is typing. He's typing. He's Taiping from the Taiping Dynasty. I believe so. Yeah. He, he says, "I am here, Ian." <laughs> it sounds dismissive. He's got more to say. Well, while while he's got while more to say, he's typing. Let's play the next voicemail. All right. This is gonna this is gonna round. That. He oh. says, "Your praise is your praise is beyond words." Okay. He says he's still typing. He's probably this, this cannot be the show. He's typing on probably like a typewriter, which is why it's taking so long. He says, uh, you got an affirmative nod from me. Leo, the incredible is what he said. So why don't you give him a follow Leo instead of your yeah. nod that doesn't. Yeah, yeah I'm typing on my typewriter too. <laughs> oh, God damn. <laughs> Anyway, just having a bit of fun, Leo. Yeah, we're just joking. We're joking around. Yeah, this is a comedy podcast. Speaking of comedy, let's bring it. Hey, Thought Cops. It's KT Shane. Hey. So I picked up a pretty wholesome new hobby. I've been listening to piano covers of video game music on YouTube. Oh, that's cool. But uh, since these are on YouTube, I'm exposed to a lot of YouTube comments. And these comments have reminded me that... We're nearly six years from Satoru Iwata's passing, mm-hmm. and people are still getting all extra about what he meant to their lives. And I don't want to like gatekeep grief or anything, but uh, it gets to be a little much when you know you're on a Rainbow Road piano cover, and people are like, "Oh, they should have played this at Iwata's funeral." I don't think he it's like. I feel like that does a disservice to him as a guy. Like, I'm sure he had friends and family and stuff outside of Nintendo. I know he was really dedicated to the company, but I, I kind of feel like if he is out there somewhere in some form, that he'd be like exploring the great beyond. He's not, you know, looking up remixes of Bob on Battlefield on YouTube. Jesus <laughs> anyway, uh, I got to be cranky about something. So I guess no, it's that, that that's, this week. that's a good oh, one. That, that's a good one. People really do lionize that guy. And it's like, my, yeah, he's a great. I'm, I, you know, definitely uh, miss the miss the guy. But like, yeah, he's up at the pearly gates, and people are like, "Hey, uh, get back to work." Yeah, we're talking about you on the smiles and tears uh, uh, song from Earthbound. Get your ass back down here. <laughs> yeah, you know the job that you worked for, how, however many decades. Uh, we're still thinking about it, and it's like, yeah, man, that was. I had a paycheck I, I don't know what to tell you but yeah people I, I know what he's saying people like yeah really uh, yeah it's like oh I couldn't it's like the, people who probably don't even know the full involvement he had in most of the games they play they just assume he is a part of every single Nintendo game which is probably not true well his head is in Super Smash Bros no it's Dr. Kawashima from Brain Age because huh. I only know that because I used to think the same thing Ah, and I okay. found out I was wrong well, I'm glad that I didn't do racism yeah. or that we both did racism. Not where I was thinking that was going to go, but hey, it went there. Um, is that the rest of the voicemails? That's it. We're done. All right. One more show. That's That was a long one. And what a journey it was. I feel like we started off. Then we started to criticize. Hey, why why uh, did we get like. Boop, 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 hey, boop. Here, uh, I kind of feel like we all made it weird today. <laughs> hey, this, I hope this episode out there taught someone it was okay to be weird. Yeah. Uh, Ian, thank you so much for coming on. Thanks for having me. Uh, 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 I I wish all you coppers out there 
Uh, so what did you call it? Deputy, which is also the guest. Oh, what about Deputy and Johnny Depp? With two piece, I like where this is going. I like where this is so I figured that Zwick would just play us out with the pirate. Yeah, that's what he's gonna that's what he's gonna do for sure. Thank you, Zwick.